Ladies and gentlemen, here's the second ever Monday Night Grindication. We are bobless once again. This time we expected not to be bobless. <laughs> we thought that Bob would be joining us. He's supposed to be joining us, but the sorry piece of shit has no-showed us thus far. Um, nonetheless, we had fun last time, Oracle. You fired up for this, pal, running it back? I'm very fired up for this. I'm very excited. Uh, I feel a little bit better. I apologize for my... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, lack of lucidness on Friday. Yeah, uh, I was tired. I think uh, I was fine. I was just tired. Um, I didn't offer much. I kind of hurt the show a little bit. I think, but no, never. <laughs> there was some great moments there, man. There was one where yeah. I threw it to you, and you just put your thumb up, pop me <laughs> tremendously. <laughs> so I'm 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 a little bit more energetic tonight. Um, so you know I'm I'm uh, full of full of sugar and and had a little cat nap and. It'll be good. It'll be fun. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited. We've 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 got some uh, we've got some uh, mixing uh, this time around. Some some nice mm-hmm. nice little surprises. I think everybody will enjoy the show. So it's a uh, a unique setup this time. You know, in our in our illustrious history of this program, last time we had one one run through. This time we've got one that will take up the bulk which I'm going to share the link to momentarily here. And then after that, we're going to have a little dessert with Saint the Oracle is promising is a, is a hit for sure. So I'm going to share the link now to the first video that we're going to be watching. Again, we do this live on the air because um, we'd not want to get sued by the World Wrestling Federation or anyone for that matter. <laughs> um, however, you should... Let me just make sure this is the right link so I don't share like my invoice. <laughs> okay. Oh, that'd be great. It would, wouldn't it? That'd be fucking embarrassing for me, let me tell you. Right, so in the the chat, um, (laughs) if you copy and paste that link, you should find yourself at some wonderful WCW Worldwide September 99. We're going to be pushing playing about 90 seconds. The same month that Eric Bischoff was called by fly fishing up. Yeah. Wherever the hell he was, the weekend of Fall Brawl 1999, when Harvey Schiller... I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Gave him the phone call and said, Eric, thank you for your service. The night they drove old Bish down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie it would be. I want to flesh this out as we go here. We, I want to, I'm going to fantasy book the Eric Bischoff motion picture. Um, yeah, it seems like Bob's not going to be here. I'm gonna well, find him again. Shame is 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 your thing kind of paused, just like on the black screen until we play. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. okay, just making sure, just making sure I'm not. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna. So, folks, we're in the the final minute here before showtime. Hopefully, Bob seconds. is grows a pair and shows up. If not, he's a fucking yep. coward. We just gonna bury him. Uh, for the in whole fact, first we were hour. just in the DMs over an hour ago, and he was mm-hmm. all excited and, well, yep. you know, fakers and pretenders and liars. They all go to hell, so it's okay. <laughs> There's a lot of them in professional wrestling, brother. <laughs> okay. 30 seconds here until we hit play on a, a, a brand new Grindication as we return to the sea shows of a of a different time. A better time in many ways, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> okay, here we go, yeah. folks. We're coming in here. We're going to hit play in five, four, Three, two, one, play. There you go. Oh, let me let me mute this amazing 
pull spa oh, commercial. Incredible. So with these videos, sometimes we'll get amazing commercials like this. Hang on a um, second. I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Look at this piece of God, shit. Look at him. Are, are, you, are, you, are you synced up with us or no? Uh, what time are you at? Well, click on the watch party, brother. You should be in there. Yeah. Yeah, we just started. In the group chat. Okay. Oh, yep, there we go. There's a there's a there's a pool spa commercial now. Oh, there's me Gene. Oh, oh dear, look at this. <laughs> Are you with us, Bob? I am. Good. Good, good, good. I believe our we friend were concerned, Bob. Too. We were concerned you were gonna. No, yeah. I'm here. Sorry to hear that. Um, what have you been up to, Bob? Uh, not too much, man. You know, uh, some college football news that's been going on, so I've been following that, but uh, not too much otherwise. Uh-oh, what happened now? Uh, LSU got Brian Kelly, it sounds like. So. Oh, did they? Notre yeah. Dame's open now? Mm-hmm. Um, Hester, you want to go to – we're coming up to 1 minute 15 seconds here, brother. We just got started. There's um, a big part of me – I kind of want to put my, I mean, I kind of put my volume up and hear what Booker's saying, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy to Bob talk about football. I didn't, I didn't even listen. Yeah. Now this is a, uh, as you said there, Oracle, this is a fascinating time for the, the great world championship wrestling that went through many ups and much more, <laughs> even more downs. Um, this is really, honestly, it feels generous to say the beginning of the end, but like, it's now, you know, we're in the we're, we're heading downhill quick because a certain dipshit is coming in, and the whole thing is about to change, brother. I mean, he's about yeah. to make Bischoff seem like a fucking old school Southern promoter, you know. The new guy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a you know, and it's funny because eventually on this on this series, we'll we'll we'll, we'll cover some of the two thousand C shows, and the C shows are actually still pretty good mm. because Jimmy Hart books them, and yes. uh, mm. they're still kind of fun, you know, fun watches and stuff, but. Yeah, it's it's kind of the uh, this is this is sort of the beginning of the end, like the real end, yeah. you know. I mean, it, it started to end well before this, to be honest. But this was look at Tony's hair. <laughs> oh my god! Look at this! <laughs> my god! Oh wow! Oh, this is totally 1999 WCW. Look at the look at the entrance. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, these oh, man. these aesthetics are always I, they got worse as they went on WCW. I feel you know, peaked some peak somewhere in the mid nineties and then fell off slowly. I find. <laughs> wow. Yeah, indeed. Okay, let me um, let me how do I pin this so people that come in can get the right video? Okay, chat. I'm going to post this again for those you just got here. Um. We push play at the top of the hour, so adjust accordingly. We're about, you know, three minutes and change into the video. We're headed to our opening match here. Oh, my God. It's My God, it's gentleman Chris Adams. Oh, well, I wish Shoot was here, man. <laughs> Shoot, you know, Oracle, because you can't get the Patreon because Patreon's a piece of shit. You don't realize that Shoot and Bob are like, they're booking Chris Adams as their top guy in the uh, Texas are. Wrestling Federation. Oh, okay. Yep. It's a cool jacket. I have one of those. <laughs> Everyone in Britain has one of those, you know. It's like a rite of passage. <laughs> They'll just hand them out like newspapers on the streets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? While the while the while the uh, while the dense London fog comes 
swirling. Yes, over the... oh yeah. you're right now, bro. We're coming up to December. It's terrifying. Um, <laughs> Nate, I appreciate the love, brother. It's a shame you can't watch live with us. I hope you enjoy the content on delay, on demand, all that good stuff. I appreciate the love. Hope things are good, pal. Um, you know, Patrick with the wonderful mustache there. God, look at Nick, the way that he just kind of just stood in the corner there. Fuck this, he said. I've had enough of this whole shit already. Long day ahead, brother. Look at the lighting in the in the building. Hell of a house we got here. And... Uh... I was reading the uh, the discourse they call it, I believe the kids call it, about ticket sales. And like, I generally agree. I, I think it's a bit nerdy to care too much about it, but. The one thing I will say is a lot of the people saying, well, who would care about ticket sales? I've never watched a wrestling show in a setting that has no tickets sold. Because <laughs> it's a very different vibe, right? Like, Yes. When mm. you see a building that's lit a certain way, it tells you, oh, shit, this is not, this is not quite the smash hit they were hoping for. Tremendous. Nope. Man. Look at this. Meat and potatoes pro wrestling here, brother. Look at this. That's right. We need we need more workers like Johnny Attitude today. There you go. <laughs> Comes in, kicks the shit out of a guy for four minutes, goes home, get, takes the finish, and goes home, brother. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. This is this is Bob. You don't. I mean, I don't know how you get on here with this if you're enjoying it, but this is a steady opening here. This is good shit. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Is, this. this is like just good old pro wrestling. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. You know, yeah. Chris Adams always had that dad bod thing going on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always feel for guys like, you know? I mean, they look better than me, but it does limit oh, their yeah. ceiling, especially back in the day. Right. Big ceiling limit of the, the, the when some guys just aren't built to be ripped. Right. A lot of us Brits suffer from that. <laughs> there he is, jaw jacking to the. Bob, can you list off your 50 favorite WCW workers in 1999, please? Oh, God. No, um, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't uh, really followed WCW in 1999. I tried mm. to start like with the first Nitro, and yeah, it's three hours, and uh, I think the first one's like the uh, finger poke of doom, and it's mm. just it is, it takes yeah. you out. I've made it all the way through the beginning of May 99. <laughs> I've watched like from from that from Pinker Pocket yeah. Doom all the way through May 99, like the beginning of May. There's a point, and I I always get kind of fuzzy, like foggy on it, which is fitting as a Brit, but like at some point the WCW stuff just feels like a never-ending, like repeating cycle of Bish just running back matches that he thinks are big matches, you know? <laughs> and 99 is like the absolute low of that. Like what's full brawl 99? Is this Sting and Hogan again? Mm-hmm. This one's yeah. Sting, Crunch, Heel. Yeah, like, you know, it's just the same pieces in different positions over and over, which is very similar to what we have now somewhere else, but I'll not get into that on this program. <laughs> nice vertical there. Yep, the power has to bring in up um, Chris Hero, a famed physique guy in terms of, like, someone that's always been a debate, right, with Chris. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Hester's right, though. No one can ever question the dude's performance. I mean, no. my God, what a wrestler. He throws, he throws one of his elbows. It's like, you know. Yep. There you go with Chris Adams. You mm-hmm. know, the young bucks could learn a thing or two about saving a super kick for something a little bit later. In. <laughs> I love the idea of Matt Jackson sitting down to watch some 99 Chris Adams. <laughs> Time to go to school, brother. Here we go. 
might help him. Now, oh, geez. I can't was... believe they were still doing the fall brawl stuff. I, I like I, I can't believe they were still doing the um mean gene control center stuff in this late. Yeah, I'd love to know who was kind of like overseeing these things. Like, does Gene just say, fuck it, I'm doing it. Just throw the thing out. I'll do it. It doesn't matter. I'll do it. I need something to do, you know? Oh, look at this. <gasps> Mona. Here we go. This is a, this is unique. Mona. This is a different time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, inform anyone of anything interesting happens in this promo here. Bob, Phil, dead air. Okay. Um, tell, us, tell us about sea shows becoming your uh, thing, Bob. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I watched Heat and Velocity really before I watched like Raw and SmackDown regularly in the uh, like 2002, just because you know, I started watching the Monday Night Wars and my parents were like, oh, you probably shouldn't be watching this. So it was always like a thing that I didn't know if I was able to be watching. And like, so if I could watch Velocity in 2002, um, you know, it was like 11 o'clock or whatever. They weren't awake. So it kind of felt like, oh, you know, I could watch wrestling this way. And then, uh, you know, Confidential Beyond and there'd be like a Raw recap show on after that. Um, so yeah, kind of a my launching pad into watching wrestling regularly again. That's Sorry, I was I paused accidentally because I was just very saddened by the promo that was taking place. I, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was interesting. I so, love, Bob, I love, I love that avenue into, into wrestling, Bob. That's interesting. I like that. You know, yeah. that's still a thing, right? Like you do. Like as crazy as it sounds, there is definitely going to be. A dumb fuck that in 20 years has a podcast that's like the first match I watched was Joey Janela and Kip Sabian on AEW Dark 12. And you and I are gonna be like, What the fuck? How did you watch any other wrestling after that? Yeah, yeah, and it was weird because, like, you know, I was like 10 by then, so they didn't care if I watched it or not, but I never like brought it up with them, so yeah, you know, that's not that's not mm-hmm. ideal, Bob. For anyone watching, please tell your parents when you're gonna watch Velocity. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just saying. Just oh, a... gosh. This was a controversial act back then. Yeah. See, like Hester says, someone, <laughs> there's going to be a kid that's like, man, TH2 were different, man. Give me. <laughs> and Helico versus the 10 minute match on Dark. That was the top of the game right there. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting. Uh... Toby Suicida says, my first match was Triple H versus Undertaker in the cell on YouTube. I don't mm. even know how I'm here. Like, how crazy is that? That's yeah. why I forgot. So is like 18 or 19, then, right? He's 12. 12 yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old he is. I, I remember one time he told us, I was like, God, I feel old. Because I, I, yeah. turned, I turned 29 in, in like 36 hours or something. So my, my God. Birthday's, my birthday is Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we need to do something for the game. Oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Y'all wanted to see It's on Twitter, anyways. Y'all would have found out. <laughs> okay, good. Good. I'm glad it was. <laughs> Tope Suicide is 23. He's only a year younger than me. Oh, shit. Sorry, sorry, Tope. I thought so hang on, came in here and told me apologies for that. Triple H versus Undertaker was 2012. Yeah. So, Well, that's, that's, that's a pretty common age to get into wrestling, about 14 or so. Mm-hmm. so like, a lot of people got in around 13 or 14. Um, you re- like, like You either get in between like 4 and 10, or you get in between like like 13 and 15. So I'm intrigued now. Dion says his first match was Steiner versus Triple Paul, which is fucking awesome. Dukes is the AE. He's the, he's the young buck in here. Okay, dude. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Look at this. Look at Meech here. 
Wahoo and Flair, brother. Florida. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I didn't realize what we're watching. What this motherfuckers? This is disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct is one of the best two tag teams in the history of wrestling. Did you just see brother climbing the rope that road? <laughs> not a joke. Disorderly conduct, great pacing, great, great stooge bumpers, always have cool sequences. In fact, I would not be surprised if. Um, FTR watch a lot of disorderly conduct because they do a lot of very similar style wrestling. I'm My God, they're that, wow. they're that good. Okay, this is you've set these guys like, up to really. No, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The match is not going to be a five star or anything of like course, that. Right. But the the way that they the way that they stooge and like tag in and out and do double teams and stuff and and like set up okay. for spots is excellent. They're very very good. Okay, okay, we're gonna let it play out. Bob and I are big. Um... Big FTR guys, so we're ready I, to bury I, you for that comparison. <laughs> I could be putting myself up for failure here, but I've never seen a bad disorderly conduct match. Fair. Well, they're off to a good start. They've done some nice stuff here early in the little shine. Um, I love the gear. Look I've the never gear. heard Oracle so excited, dude. I love disorderly. Like every time when I do this, when I like get bored and watch these shows, I'm like, oh yeah, disorderly conduct match, and they almost always deliver. <laughs> Bob, do you have Roar on in the background? I do not. Good for you, man. I don't even have Monday Night Football on in the background. I'm locked I in right now. I that on in the background, but that's a K Jewelers commercial, so I don't give a fuck right now. <laughs> wow. Plus Bob said he's plus, locked in. Plus, <laughs> disorderly conduct is on, and that's critical. Factual. Oh, my God. Who have we got on the actual match commentary? I'm trying. I think it's Hudson. Uh, Hudson. I think it's actually Tony and, and Zabisco, right? Because I showed them in the back. From the from yeah, the but they've room. hilariously they've sent it to the ring and it's Tanay and Scott. Oh, is it really? Okay. Shivani <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> said, so many, "Fuck that, I ain't doing they it." They got so many people. Yeah, this was late '99. Shivani was yeah collecting the paycheck. You know. Yeah, he was man. He had six kids. You know, he's indeed. The famous Arn Anderson quote about that. But I will not do that here. That was a very funny twat tag there. Do you see that in the corner? I love when tags get fucked up. It's, it's one of the. Uh, Wrestling's more awkward moments. It's like when you go for like a fist bump and the other guy goes for a high five. We're all human. It happens, you know. Bob and I, when we eventually meet, we'll inevitably do that, by the way. That's a 100% guarantee. Oh, yeah. oh, or you'll go for a handshake, but the guy goes for a fist bump. That's happened to me so many times. Yeah, it's brutal, yeah. <laughs> and you're shaking the guy's fist. fist. Yeah. It's weird and awkward. Yeah, it's not ideal. You know, if you're a tag team, you need to make a very clear decision as to how you're going to do those tags. You're going to do the up and down, or are you going to go like side <laughs> by side? There's a lot going on there, you know. <laughs> Where are the balls playing, Bob? Um, I think they are. Guess they are going to be a fight, Bob. Is there going to be a brawl? No, that's going to be uh, Nuggets Heat. Oh. Look at this. What a grin this is. Duke's first match was Cena versus Umaga. My God. My God. Maybe the greatest match in WWF history. It's quite good. <laughs> it's my favorite John Cena performance by like. Oh gosh, it's so good. Yeah. This match is good. Meech is right. This match uh, we're watching right now is, is, it is, is good. good. Yeah, it is. Absolutely is. Um, Lenny and Lodi are an interesting team. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Some of their choices are interesting as a team in terms of how, they've, how they try to convey chemistry has been interesting here. Um, 
But it's a nice little match. This is a good show in ring so far by the by the C show standards. Fair to say? Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the roster. I mean, their rosters. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's very very these, large. Even these C show regulars like disorderly conduct are good. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Damn, they are good. You you wasn't kidding. They're a good team. Yeah. Oh. My oh, God, nice. Dwayne Johnson. Nice. <laughs> Take that, Dwayne. Oh. Hey, Bob, do you think you could kick the shit out of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Yeah, I don't see why not. Are you Are you excited for season two of Young Rock? I actually did end up really enjoying Young Rock, so yes, I am. Are you going to be doing reviews of Young Rock again? I am, yes. On a show that is not affiliated with this? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Look at this. This rules. This see, this is the stuff I'm telling you about. See, this is why. Because, see, I actually think I could be wrong. I swear I saw. Um, uh, Dax make a make a post about them one time. That's interesting. I mean, he is a great big fucking dog like us, so that's very likely. He'll be good on the grim one day, won't he, Dax Howard? Yeah. Hell yeah. Just pretend that Bob was never a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bob sitting there with a revival shirt. Yeah, this guy fucking hates you, dudes. <laughs> there we go. Good finish. Good match. That was a nice match, man. Mm-hmm. Nice match. The people are up. Look at them. Your first impressions of disorderly conduct. Well, I think you know you set them up for a, a massive failure. If we're being honest, but they delivered. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by that oracle. You really put your neck on the line there. It was, that was courageous of you. You they're, know, they're quite good. Yes. Oh, look at this. We're back with our <laughs> Papa Zabisco and Shivani. Here they are. <laughs> Poor Tony, man. It's a different time for Tony. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could just you could see it in his eyes. He's... Yeah. Drain. It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time since Crockett Promotions was rolling. <laughs> it fascinates me. Like, he never... Like, even when WCW got red hot, the way he talks about it, he never had fun with it. The only time he had fun in WCW was before it was WCW, when it was Jim Crockett Promotions. Like, yeah, because that's, that's, that's the period that he talks about, like... Yes. With, you know, some, like, enthusiasm. Yeah, the rest is like, yeah, we were inevitably going to fuck it up. You know, is what it is. <laughs> Bob? What's up? You famously, on episode 14 of the Late Night Grin, claimed that Tony Schiavone is greater than Jim Ross. Have you received any death threats since doing that? Uh, surprisingly not, no. My God. Look at this. Oh, God bless, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is an incredible lineup. This is. <laughs> oh, great shit. Dave is he has claimed that you were right about that, Bob. Sorry to hear that, Dave. Mm. Um Did you guys happen to see my tweet this evening about Adam Cole Bay Bay? The pretty good numbers. People were happy with that tweet. I did. It was good, very good. Did you see that Oracle? What's that? I'm sorry. I tweeted that um Everyone should be patient with Adam Cole because he's only just made it to the big leagues. Oh, yeah, I saw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite mecha line is the major league oh. shit. 
Super oh, worker. Now. D show uh, super worker. There's a, there's history here, Bob. Because last time we did one of these, Prince Zyko, I he I groaned at his presence. When he first came out, I was like, oh fuck. Let me tell you, he delivered in a major way. So this this is this has got some hype to it. I have okay. to say. Okay. Watch him totally shit the bed here, too. Oh. <laughs> That's the glorious sea shows. Yeah. <laughs> every, every match is a roll of the dice. <laughs> So how many people do you think... This is what always fascinates me about these matches. And it's the same today with the dark matches. How many people behind the curtain are watching this match right now? Prince Ikea, Adrian Bird. How many How many of these like, you know, agents give a shit? I'd love to know. If it was like no one, right? If it was like what, are the chances, what are the chances Hollywood Hogan and, 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 and Kevin Nash are watching this bad boy? There's there's not a number on the scale low enough. There's not a number on the scale low enough to, to oh, explain shit. it. Who's he wrestling now? Adrian Bird. Oh, Adrian Bird. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, he just kicked him in the face to start the match. It's good shit, man. Look at this. Look at that drop down. Oh, look at that, though. Uh-oh. That's a pro right there, brother. I always like when he was like the old tough enough. Drop down. And like people screw up a drop down. Yeah. Listen, I would screw up a drop down, so I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Here we go. I mean, be honest, we we would all screw up a drop down. So. Oh hell yeah! Mm-hmm. I would be the shits, man. I'd just have to blade every match and just fucking try and pull them in on the promo, you know? Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, this is off to a lively start, guys. He may be doing it again here. Uh oh, yeah. Look at the punches, huh? Look at that. Oh shit! Look at the. <laughs> <laughs> punching each other in the face. See, this is this is this is what this is what it's all about right here. See, these these guys were taught how to punch, but then again, they worked WCW, which is probably not a hard place to learn how to punch. Yeah, yeah, it was a different. I don't think Bob. the performance center is going to teach you how to punch very well. I don't know what they do at that performance center. <laughs> the thing that annoys me most is the promo class thing. Is oh Jesus. Like you just have them cut promos for three years and then call them up and give them a script and be like, here you go. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Fucking, they may as well just read scripts for three years. It's pointless. Yeah, it's really bad. They're not actors. Wrestlers aren't actors. Nope. And if they, you know, if you want to go out and play a character, you may as well hire an actor. Yeah. It's the... <laughs> History is that commentary quote. This is turning into something of a shoot fight because if it is, that fucking rules. <laughs> Look at that leg drop, brother. Look at the height. Nice lateral press there. I like how on Taz always says they're hooking the leg. Oh, he gets so mad, right? <laughs> Scalable, like just a throwaway. You probably, you probably haven't heard this, but. You know, Excalibur is a, a throwaway line. He'll be like, you know, he didn't hook the leg. And Taz just, just stops the whole match. And he's like, well, you know, sometimes there's negatives to hooking the leg. You know, you don't want to get you don't want to get lost in hooking the leg. That's great. Yeah. Sea show teams. It appears that our friend Eddie Kingston has had an incredible show tonight. I did not watch the show. Shoot was messaging me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. Um, yeah, I need to start watching those again. Because they are very entertaining. Yeah, when Kingston's on commentary, it's a much different show than when Mark Henry's on commentary. <laughs> God bless Mark. Yeah, he's terrible. It's a shame. I think we all would like to enjoy Mark on commentary. He's just bad at it. He's doing his best, man. Is he Apparently though? I was I almost word for word with Hudson. I'm probably in the lateral press comment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can hear him saying it now. Hudson's an interesting one. He has a lot of... Uh, 
like industry love and respect. Never was a fan personally. I hate to say it. I don't mind Hudson. Um, I didn't love him on like the big shows. I I, I like him okay on the C shows. Mm-hmm. Um, on Raw and, or not Raw. Well, he he did call Raw one time in a total disaster. Uh, when I was a kid, <laughs> I remember watching that live. Boy, that was bad. Um, but yeah, I mean he he just I mean he's. I kind of felt bad for him in a way because he was with Mark Madden, and it's just, I mean, who wants to yeah. work with that son of a bitch? Yep. Ric Flair, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, look at this. This is a Mark Henry quote, apparently. He asked what Tony Nese is premiering as an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. All that for that finish. Come that on. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you half pass like just half ass threw him out of the ring like eh. just shit canned him. That that sucked. He said, "Fuck this." That was a king line. That's even better. <laughs> Eddie Kingston asked what he's premiering as an athlete. That fucking rules. <laughs> so now I'm intrigued on the delivery because I don't know how seriously. Oh my god, that's Jimmy Hart's. Oh my god, that's Jimmy Hart's family. Look at this cast. Oh no, this is bad news. Oh, this is great. Barbarian. <laughs> Hugh Morris, Jerry Flynn, Brian Nobbs, the greatest faction in that. Look at Nobbs' jaw, man. <laughs> Nobbs <laughs> is living, brother. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like Jimmy's shirt. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should get you one of those. We should get Oracle one for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you just come on the show as Jimmy Hart. <laughs> He's a tragic. Have you guys ever seen um, what was the show they did on the network? Legends House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a classic. Absolutely yes, hilarious. Have you ever? Poor Jimmy's. I mean, Jim he Oakland. goes from like half you're not walk out this town again. Gene. <laughs> Gene's incredible, like. <laughs> but poor Jimmy Hart. Like you realize somewhere along the, the all of the kind of energy and shit is just like a front. And it gets really sad, you know, he's like crying. It makes you feel really bad for him, man. I just get a kick out of like Gene Oakland like the whole time. He's like, Pat Patterson, do you remember in 1984 when we <laughs> they're doing like they're doing like activities and him and Pat are just sitting there drinking at like noon. <laughs> Piper's like always in character and shit because he doesn't know what he is anymore. He doesn't know he's a character. Really eerie, freaky episode where Piper like went wandering off at night. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That and they're uncomfortable. Like, yeah, he's a he's an interest. Well, he was an interesting character. He's one of those guys that definitely lost himself in in the guy that he portrayed on television. Right? There yeah. was no the line was lost there. Yeah. Right. Big Piper guy, Bob. Uh, yeah, I like Roddy Piper. He's someone that I actually want to do like a. I need to watch more of like Prime Piper. Yeah. Is that, that Bruce the Hart watching seen? worldwide? I don't know. I didn't see. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> back. With... Look, <laughs> look at poor Larry too. Look at Larry's face. <laughs> oh man! Remember in the glory days, still cashing them checks. Oh, God bless God. him. Was he ever very good, Oracle? Oh, yeah. Larry Driscoll's a good worker. But like, when would you say it was like, if I was to watch like the best of Larry, how far back should I go? I'd say 80, 
85 to 87. Okay. Because the most I've seen is obviously like, you know, early 90s where he's like full stooge with on and the dangerous I mean, I like I like early 90s and mid 90s. I like the Regal feud and stuff a lot. The Regal I, stuff's good, yeah. I mean, I like him a lot. He's just annoying on commentary and he's just his droning voice. is just annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> in fairness, Larry was... Checked out the entire time he was on commentary in WCW. <laughs> Seemed like, yeah, yeah, he's um, what are these guys doing? <laughs> Jumping out of the ring like that, they're gonna hurt themselves, Tony. I don't know why they're. Remember, <laughs> remember getting mad at the cruiserweights? Dusty would too, but Larry was even worse. Dusty was incredible in the cruiserweight matches, he would like just dunk on them for being dumb and shit. It was amazing. You'd yeah. get their names wrong, and like Tony would call the moves, and he'd be like, just basically calling him a dog for it. It was fucking awesome. Well, the crew fair matches are a lot of fun because they bring Mike Tanay in because the other three are just getting their shit in the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby Heenan's got many strengths, but like <laughs> calling topes and shit is not it. He doesn't really. Tanay mm-hmm. was really good when he was like doing the crew stuff, and then they like brought him in, and then you had to hear like, and think about the New World Order. And I don't think you had to hear Tanay talk about the New World Order. It was like, ah, <laughs> uh, this didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Bischoff, like, every time they do a TNA show on that is podcast. Is this another Johnny Attitude match? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, probably a new episode. I was like, I would guess so, yeah. Okay. Um, I have every less, time. I have less less hopes for this one with Van Hammer in there. God bless him. That's a surprise, yeah. Every time that Eric Bischoff does, like, a TNA review on his pod, he just buries the fact that TNA was never a play-by-play guy and should have been on color. Hmm. And every single time, Comrade's like, did you ever think of putting someone else in? And he's like, yeah, we thought about it. <laughs> Never did it. <laughs> the idea of Bish being there for three years, just being like, this play-by-play guy sucks. Do you want to change him? Not really. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. I wonder who they could have got to be the uh, the lead man there. Bob, do you have any knowledge of the 2011 commentary scene? Um... No, not really. Like <laughs> you don't. Okay. No. Fair. That's how they ended That's up what? with uh, Josh Matthews and Matt Stryker. Oh God. Yeah, oh. that's a shame. So um, I'm watching this Wrestlecade, and D'Lo Brown is on commentary with some other guy for Bud Matt versus Malachi Black, and Bud Matt comes out. And this lead announcer goes into like a salvo about it. He's like, this is, in my mind, the breakout star of the pandemic. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. He didn't do anything in the pandemic. He just lost his job. What the fuck is this guy talking about? And he goes, he, of course, inflicted the, indus- the injury that shook the wrestling world when he assaulted Malachi Black's eye. And I was like, brother, I don't think anyone remembers any of that other than Malachi and Buddy themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Bless these guys, man. They're having their like big match to dead silence. It's incredible. It's a good match, but you know, you got to work to the building sometimes. It's difficult. Look at uh, look at uh, look at old Billy Silverman back there, the ref. Yeah, he's seen many of these shitty Van Hammer matches by now, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he has. That's the sad thing. How long was Van Hammer there? Like a decade, right? Oh, he was there for a very long time. 
Yeah, probably right out of decade. Yeah. Yeah. Because they first push him in the in the what year? Is that like ninety three when he first gets like a real push? I think it was Kip Allen Fry. Because he's ninety two, right? Saying, yeah, because I'm not right like, saying that when Sid comes back, Sid kills him, right? Yeah. Remember they do that match, the squash? Mm-hmm. That fucking rules. Bob, have you ever seen that? Uh, no, I have not. What event is that, Oracle, when Sid comes back and kills Van Ham, beats him in like a minute with a fucking powerbomb and the place That's goes crazy? Too, right, yeah. I think so, yeah, because then they run. Oh, fuck. Sid has like a six-month top guy running 93 is and then it, leaves because it, of the arm is it, thing. Is it Slamboree? Or is it... No, it might be a Clash. I think it's Slamboree. And then they pair him with Vader. Uh-huh, because they do the Beach Blast tag with a yep. famous vignette. Indeed, yeah. I think it's Slambury, but either way, you, you go out your way and watch that, Bob, because the place, when Sid comes out, dude was so over, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Turner Premier subscribers, call 1-800-843-9266. Fall brawl. <laughs> Tremendous. Yeah, I wonder what the kind of... I mean, i got a pretty good idea, but the general morale at this time would have been interesting, right? Like, because I think there was still a sense, well, Turner's not going to take wrestling off the network. But everyone knows it sucks now, which is not ideal. Yeah. There he is. It's sad. He's, I wish he was a better promo guy than he was, because he'd just open his yeah. mouth for something really fucking lame. Yeah, because he's one of those sad promo guys who really wanted to be a great promo guy and fought Bay a lot. He just didn't. It never clicked the way you wanted, you know? Right. Put a lot of time into it. I just... I'm a big fan of late 90s DDP. I think he's really good. Yeah. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call him an elite worker or anything, but I think he's a smart wrestler. I think I like that he puts his, I like the way he puts his matches together. He thinks he's really yes, thinks about works it. Works really hard. He exactly mm-hmm. thinks about them. And, you know, there's the very, um, I've talked about this a lot because it's fascinating. It's, it's one of the best things they've made on the network or now the cock. Uh, the, the Bill Goldberg streak documentary. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. And there's this great bit where DDP kind of takes, he becomes like the main character and he talks about putting together the Havoc match, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, and yeah. You kind of realize like, oh man, if if everyone else had his attitude, they could have really protected Bill and done something great. But, you know, these other guys didn't give a shit, did they, about doing that? They wanted to just, you know, wanted to expose yeah. him more than anything. It's a shame. Bob, have you seen Ruthless Aggression Season 2 yet? I have not. I didn't get I, a chance I, I to watch it, last it. Week. I actually really want to see the Hollywood Rock episode. Yeah, um, but because I loved Hollywood Rock when I was a kid, that was that fucking ruled. Yeah, it ruled. Um, but I'm I'm interested how how season two because I really liked the the first season. Mm. That's that's the one thing that I will still praise the Fed for, even though it gives a lot of typical Fed uh, revision. Yeah, they produce really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their their documentaries are great. Oh yes, oh yeah. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, this could be something. <laughs> this guy. Was a do, do y'all know how big he was back then? Let's I, he's become uh, somewhat of a of mythology at his time. Yes, here. yes, he was a huge deal. Yeah, 99 like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. When he showed up to OCW, it was a big deal. Um, like it's I mean, gonna be was, interesting. Series he, he had like I think he was there for eight months. You know, it was it was only a cup of coffee. Um, and then he like retired. He just like kind of just disappeared. Yeah. Um, I think I think he was. I think he's buddies with Super Dragon. I was gonna say because he's the reason I said he's become somewhat like mythology is because 
of how unique it was that he got red hot and then just kind of vanished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I agree with Hector at the same time, though. Fuck with his aggression. I want the Luger doc. I'm with him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've always been... Um, around 2018, 2019, they hired a lot of new people to do their documentaries, and they leveled up even more. They got really great. Mm. And I always thought there was a way to kind of incorporate that on Raw and SmackDown, man. I really did. I, I still think you could do it. I just... You I don't could. know. Yeah. No, you absolutely could, because, I mean, like, you know, some of them, obviously, it's about one person for an hour. You can take clips from that and put it in, or, I mean, yeah. they just don't. Yeah. The best stuff on there that is always stuff Vince hasn't touched, which is a tremendous pop that <laughs> we don't even really talk about because we all just accept it as true, you know? Yeah. So, like, Shoot and I always talk about that 205 Live run, and it's like, well, what was the thing that happened there? Vince stopped caring about the show, so it got good. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, you know, Oracle, you're a big fan of the ECW from the late 2000s. Vince stopped giving a shit about mm -hmm. it. It got good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, right around the time, right around the time Punk won the title, it was like it got really good. And it stayed that way literally to the end. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. we got, we are wild and young. <laughs> Which is the greatest theme song for a wrestling TV show of all time. One of the best WWE, modern WWE runs is also 2011 SmackDown with, you know, Mark Henry, Randy, oh, Christian. Yes. And if you Damn go it. back and listen to that stuff and like the stories, that, that brand was just Michael Hayes booking. Vince didn't give a shit about any of that stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause, cause they, cause they had just ended the brand split. Basically, they had ended the original yep. brand split, and they were just like, "Meh." SmackDown's actually a pretty easy, fun watch from 2011 through basically 2016 until they made it to brand split. I mean, of course, it was really good for the first year, but then you know it was kind of back and forth. One year I'll be better than next yeah. SmackDown, and then everything fell apart in 2019. You could see on the build to Mania, it was still good, but you could see it was losing its way. You know, after that first, when it came back, the brand split. Mm -hmm. Like, through to the end of 2016, it was legit great. Mm -hmm. When they started getting to Mania, I thought they kind of yep. lost Well, their, they know. started, after the Rumble, they started, well, really after yeah. the Elimination Chamber, they started to fall off the rails because they broke, because they, they, they blew everything up for the Mania build. Yeah. So it was just like. Of course they did. Huh? Like, <laughs> it was like, come on. Yeah. Like. And then it got really good again when Brian uh, came back and paid yes. as a GM. And they got good again for about six months. That was a hell of a roster they had in that run. It was like, yeah, it was. there's a gauntlet match they did where it was like Joe, Brian, Andrade, I want to say. AJ mm -hmm. was the champ. That was a hell of a roster they had. Yep. There's something about the aesthetic of SmackDown that has always been more appealing to me. I don't know what it is. I've, it's always been the show. I've always that liked SmackDown more. Like SmackDown, yeah. like... If I could do one of the gimmicks that I've always wanted to do was like rate the best SmackDown, like like watch all the SmackDown matches and like pick like the five hundred yes. best SmackDown matches, something something completely grand and way too big and over the top where I would never finish it. Um, but just something that sounds God, that was a brutal. Uh, Good lord, that there. that messed him up, man. Did you see that? <laughs> Jesus. They're working yeah. the typical WCW cruiserweight pace here, so it's a lot of a lot of neat shit in this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes stuff yeah. doesn't look all that <laughs> doesn't yeah. look all that great, but they've lost their way here a little bit. They're gonna have yeah. to just do some cool shit and get out of it. Jeez. Mm. Of course, you, you, that was a critical, critical error. Never tried to powerbomb Billy Kidman. 
you fail every time. God, that rule. The way that Kidman reacted to that pinfall was tremendous. He Just was like, like, oh, God. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, what about you? Are you a, a, a Raw man? No, I'm always like, I've always liked SmackDown more, too, I think. Uh, I don't know if... I don't really know why. Like, I can't really explain it. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know. It feels like it kind of has been better for the amount of time that both of them have been on, but that it's might more, not even be true. I think SmackDown is actually right. the A show now. And I think oh, it's now actually, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, ever since it's been on Fox, I think it probably has. Yeah. Um, which in some ways I think has actually hurt it. Kind of hurt the, hurt the yep. mystique of SmackDown in a way. Mm-hmm. Cause it was always, kind of, it was really, the reason is, is it was always a wrestling show. You had like, because it was always a show where like you kind of expected to have at least one good match and you know it was more hands off like you know felt you exactly. know there was, there was not a lot of it felt less it felt less sports entertainment i guess i mean there was mm-hmm. only wrong there was a plenty of horse shit on smackdown over the years trust me i'm yeah. aware but um you still got like you know a lot of good matches and shit like it's but. definitely with Fox, it's definitely lost its kind of like underdog edge, you know? Mm-hmm. The idea that they were the toys that Vince didn't want to play with, which is what it definitely had before, is gone now. And Raw, because when Raw had Heyman as the booker, it kind of had that feel itself, right? Mm-hmm. When Heyman went, Raw now just feels like a shitty version of SmackDown because it hasn't got Roman. So it's, it's, a, it's a shame. I was actually, um, someone did a Twitter thread about like, how firing Heyman was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, like I don't necessarily agree because I think Paul wanted to get fired because he was bored, to be honest. It seemed like he'd lost his way on Raw dramatically. Yeah. But there's definitely truth to like there were signs of recovery there when Paul mm-hmm. had the book. There was something going on that you could see he had ideas, he wanted to push people. It was a wrestling show for a minute there, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, SmackDown Dave's right. SmackDown had a lot of great periods. Like I mean, I just I SmackDown, I were it was like even in the Attitude Era, 99 through 01, yeah. you were always going to get a good match on SmackDown. You might not – I mean, it was a hot period, so you might get a good match a lot of weeks on Raw too, but, like, it was just, you know, they would throw out, like, the Hardys versus somebody in a tag match, and it would be, like, really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You six minutes, and it'd be like, oh, that was good. You know, or, or like, I think they did, like, a Hardys radical tag one time in 2000 that was like, oh, this was really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but – Is this Lenny and Lodi arguing here? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Bob. What's up? What is uh? Have you seen this Liv Morgan thing? Yeah, I don't really understand the direction they're uh, taking with that. There. Can you explain it? Because I'm reading. Tw- I have no idea what's happened. You yeah, again, I've I've only seen the uh, you know one quote that they tweeted out, but I guess they did a contract signing with her and Becky, and uh, Liv blamed Becky's. Big contract about why her friends got released and, uh, you know. Oh, no. I know, I know what they're doing now. Yeah, you don't have to Every do Becky right? feud's a shoot now. Yeah. They're, they're going to do that now. Wait, so what's, who's your friend? I'm confused. Uh, the, the Riot Squad. But she said you're the reason why your friend is gone. She's Just like you're the reason my friends are gone. Who's her? Who's Becky's friends? Why your friend is gone, I guess it would be about Charlotte. Because, you know. Becky's a bad person, but then her contract is also why the Riot Squad's gone. Uh, yeah, it's it's not great. Um, 
Look at Tony's hair. Good lord, man. I'm sorry, guys. I we do the show escape rule. When I get multiple messages about one line at a promo, I get very concerned. I assume that someone has said something mean about Roderick Strong. I get fired up, but you know. I got Honor Club, guys. Finally got back to me on the Honor Club. I'm in. I have oh, yeah. access to all of the Roderick Strong matches I want from the last 18 years. Having a wonderful time over there. You know, it's been a great day. I should get Honor Club. No, you shouldn't. It's fucking terrible, to be honest with you. The, the access is just brutal. Oh, it's, it's awful. Terrible. I got it one time. Yeah, it's terrible. terrible. And I literally deleted it the same day. I said, this is yeah, terrible. It's terrible. It's such, and what's the shame is if one of the big two bought that library, everyone would get excited because it would be done in a way that they don't do. <laughs> it's just a mess. It's such a shame. Yeah. It's a, it's a missed opportunity, the Honor Club thing. Should be their big money maker, but no one even knows it happened. It exists, you know. This is bullshit. Look at this. Look at this. My own wonderful, adoring fans saying it's fun <laughs> to dunk on Roderick Strong. What the fuck, man? We're a family here. Come on now. You could, you could tell at this point in WCW they were just filling airtime with Worldwide. They're like, yeah. all right, Tony and Larry, you guys just – Sit around talk and talk out, about man. Hogan's thing build <laughs> yeah. for five minutes. And we figure out what fucking job we're going to out there in this semi-full <laughs> you know, semi building here. The equivalent of me saying to Bob, you know, oh, buddy. oh, yeah. One of the all-time great wrestlers of all time, no question. Okay, this is going to be fun, I feel. No, I'm not joking, by the way, when I say that, y'all. Al Dandy is one of the greatest professional wrestlers who ever lived. That's that tremendous. I am... Um, um, from about 1988 to about 1992, he is legitimately the best, maybe arguably the best wrestler on the entire planet as a worker. Come on, yes. So, it's hope he isn't wrestling Van Hammer then. <laughs> now, let me say, El Dandy at MCW was pretty. I mean, yeah. he's very good, but he's pretty. You know, he's tame compared to what he was, and he was older. And although he still has oh. a really good, really good year in the early 2000s. Oh, this could be a classic. Hard folks. work, baby. Remember, remember we saw hard work. hard work. Oh, yes, we hard saw him, bro. <laughs> we saw him. <laughs> Dave says, it's fun to dunk on the things you love, Joe. Well, I appreciate that. Scott Hudson said, a newcomer here, but an all-time great when Oracle is fist pumping. An all- a newcomer? He'd been there for two fucking years, Hudson. Yeah, <laughs> this double leg takedown to get started. Nice sprawl there. Mm. Oh, they this this could be good, you know. I'm telling you, uh, you can dismiss hard work. Do it at your better judgment because he's here. He's not here to play this evening. Look at this big fight, Phil. My God, man, hard work looks a little more Jack than last time we saw him back he in does. '97. He's putting in that hard work, brother. Losing the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Calling up Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Zahorian. Indeed. <laughs> Hester, I want to congratulate you on purchasing two Roderick Strong figures. So you've even defeated me in that sense. I'm waiting for the ultimate Roderick Strong figure, in which is just eight versions of him with black trunks on. I'm sure, that'll be coming here soon. It'll be fun. Man, Aldini's just good, man. It's just, I mean, nothing good professional or anything. It's just, it's just it's nice pro wrestling. Man. Nice and sound. Look at this. This is good shit, man. This is on elevation, so I'm going to go three and a half stars. 
Fox me so much. Sometimes I'll read reviews of those shows. You can tell people just don't watch them. Like, you can tell people just put the rating in before the match even happens, you know? Yeah. It was a Team Taz match recently. I talked about it on the show. Like, and I love Hobbs and Starks, but it just fell apart. And I went to, like, reviews, and four different reviewers had it at, like, two and a half stars. And I was just like, man, you guys didn't even watch the fucking match, right? Like, you just... <laughs> Look at this. Wow. Okay. Nicely done. Oh, hard work. Just getting a little bit. <laughs> Lost his rhythm a little bit there, but it happens. Oh, no. Oh, slight miscommunications here, folks. Hard work's getting fired up. Look at him. Dandy's, Dandy's giving him some room here. Yeah, he is. He's giving him <laughs> some... Uh... Fill this space, brother. <laughs> yeah, hard work goes, oh, shit, I guess I'm going to do it. I don't know. Another arm ringer. <laughs> Dave, I'll not be watching more games. I look forward to waking up to multiple tweets in which people dunk on me for Joe Gacy winning the Cruiserweight title like I could possibly give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, look, guys, I, I can't say this without sounding sinister, but like, I mean, everyone knows why I don't want my favorite wrestlers to have WWE titles right now, you know, closer to escape in my mind. So that's the only comment I'll give on that publicly. <laughs> wow. Oh, look at that kick to the chest. Oh, my goodness. Power slam. Oh, shit. Ooh. Like shades of the natural what, Dustin what, Rhodes. What the... like some sort of sexual maneuver there. <laughs> Bob, you're inside. Look at that. He's walking the ropes. Ray Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. He fucking squashed out dandy. I did not expect a hard work to squash out dandy. The innovation, did you see it? It was incredible. The look on Howard's face was oh boy, that was a close one. Was, it, man, he, that he earned one. that win, if you ask me. That was a big one. That was an all-time great. You just toppled there, Bob. What do you think, Bob? It was good. I like that. It was good. It would have been better if um, if El Dandy just like, took the lead. Least, and, Danny you know. threw his fucking great right hand, man. He probably, I'll be honest, the biggest criticisms you have that match is he probably tried too hard to make hard work look good because yeah. <laughs> the more room you give him, you know, the more things are going <laughs> to, you know. Is what it is, right? Ray Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it popped me so much that day. We did the grin. You know the one when I went out and I was going to get a Dustin Rhodes action figure? Head to the toy store and there's there was legitimately like 15 Ray Phoenix figures. And I'm just standing there just popping. People must have been looking at me like I was fucking insane. It's like 8 in the morning. <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing at Ray Phoenix action figures because Oracle popped me so much. <laughs> I like how we're back to the same spa commercial we had when we started. There you go, brother. This is probably like the third episode now, right? How far <laughs> in are we? The third episode, yeah. How far are we in? We are. We've got about 35 50. minutes left in this video. Yeah, we're 50 minutes in. Yeah. Oh, These my, oh fly, my God. These shows absolutely fly by. I hope <laughs> you guys enjoy watching these as much as we do because they're so damn quick. Yes. I mean, Bob and I watched a lot of TNA, and that was fucking awful. Yeah, it took forever. Look at look at Barry these days. Oh my goodness, ninety nine Barry Darso. Goodness gracious, <laughs> this is going to be a classic right here. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, he he stuck around. Barry didn't he? He found a way. <laughs> he did. God bless him. Yeah. Bob, what's your favorite incarnation of um, of Barry Darso? Uh, Repo Man. 
what an absolute dunk that is on your part. That's incredible. <laughs> that seems mean. I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about it, Bob. Feels like you're being a hater. No, this is the first one that came to my mind. My favorite is hole in one, Barry Darso. <laughs> well, never mind. I'll stick with Bob's answer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bald spot. That's going to be me in about 10 years. I shouldn't talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is a different kind of match. <laughs> well, oh, my God. They did a crisscross spot. That's I thought awesome. they were going to do the fucking crossbody spot, you know? <laughs> well, they didn't really do a crisscross, to be fair, but still. They both ran at the ropes at the same yes. time. That's we, more than you would think they would do. Yeah, we did not expect Barry to hit the ropes all, let alone when when both parties were. I thought he was going to do something off the apron then. I thought he was getting really carried away. Look at this hole. Look at the knee lift there. Good what shit from Barry. <laughs> Got to about the waist. Oh, Barry's fucking terrible here. Holy shit, man. <laughs> oh, he threw it. That's sickle. Oh, man. This is something. We haven't had anything fall apart to the way we did in the last episode, right? There's a couple of matches in the last one I recall that really, I mean, there was Steiner's Public Enemy where we just couldn't. We couldn't. Oh, that was that's an all time great. That's yeah, that like was a, incredible. That's like a sea show classic, just for like the complete absurdity of it all. <laughs> that's why it was all the dads doing the. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bob, you would have loved that one, buddy. Which yeah. one? It was the last sea show we did. It was good shit. Yeah. Ninety-five, wasn't it? Ninety-seven. Was it you're right. Yeah. Uh, or July ninety-seven. Right, yeah, because because Chris was like the cruiserweight champ. I wish a couple of Jericho mm-hmm. title matches, yeah. Boy, oh boy, I'll tell you what, Barry, Barry's working safe and light. You know, uh, I'll give him that. <laughs> Meech says that the announcers don't know what to call Barry, <laughs> and I'll actively <laughs> question it on the show. <laughs> uh, this is um, this is something. Bob, where are you <laughs> on this one in the uh, star ratings? Oh my god! Uh, it's uh, it's got some work to do still, I think. Yeah, look at that for a finish. Yeah, that. That's like that's like that finisher. It's like when you're getting in a fight with your big brother and he picks you up and you fucking he doesn't even do anything with you. He just picks you up and you fucking submit, and then you like then he like fucking unsafely drops you to the ground afterwards. That's what that is. It ruled. <laughs> Dope says two and a half stars. Uh. <laughs> that's literally what that finisher is it's like getting picked up by your big brother and going no 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 put me down it ruled so much <laughs> <laughs> he really looked like Nikolai for a minute running down there with a the hat I'm not gonna lie what is yeah. this shit no oh, shit what's this oh okay what what the fuck is this? I don't know. It looks tremendous, though. <laughs> wow, this is incredible. What's going on here? Oh, no. Is this a cat vignette? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, oh, it is. Oh, my God. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> 
Boy, he was terrible. He was terrible, but he was kind of great too, you know. He was, like, he was in a pan- here's the thing: I actually liked him when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, going back and watching like some of his segments were just rough sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't any good, but you, there's something he said for guys like him. You know that Oracle. You know that Ben. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> Famously, when you uh, <laughs> when you said, "I need two shit wrestlers for a tag team here." Yeah. <laughs> We came up with Luchasaurus and Gallows. <laughs> Sad old Luke. He used to be quite the wrestler. He's okay. He's doing all right. Mm, mm. He, he works hard good. sometimes over in the Impact Wrestling. He did a uh, he did a street fight with Joe Doring, I want to say. <laughs> I think that's the match they did. And they like really worked hard and kicked the shit out of each other. It was something to see. Yeah. He works harder than Machine Gun now. I know that much for sure. <laughs> Dude worked Gallows Indian did a fucking 15-second match a couple weeks ago. It was incredible. Never seen anything like it. The vignette was actually pretty good. It was a little long, but it was entertaining. Unless you had fun, Bob. Don't be fooled by magicians. Fight fat. It could change Fight your life. <laughs> Owned. Yeah. Me said this is a rib on the chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, we just entertain ourselves. The chat actually tries to watch the show. <laughs> so when stuff like happens, we just oh, talk what shit a, about, you know? What a tag team this is. Oh my god. What <laughs> now this is something here. This is <laughs> this has this... I wonder who they're gonna wrestle. I hope it's a funny team. I hope we get some fucking awesome match. And by awesome, I mean, you know, you know exactly what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Disorderly conduct. Yeah, hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> Bob. What's up? Your question. In the chat there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I should. I. I think the ship has sailed on that, but, uh, you know. No. That would fucking rule. We should make one of those ads. <laughs> oh, shit. They're facing Harlem Heat. I still love my idea of you uh, putting your head over John Candy's during the <laughs> mess around <laughs> scene in planes, trains, and automobiles. That'd be great. <laughs> did you watch it? I did. It's quite the movie, isn't it? It's very good. Yes, I like it a good bit. Very funny. Holy shit, man. I just realized what we're getting. We're getting Harlem Heat versus fucking Chris mm-hmm. Adams and Johnny Swinger. This rules. Stevie Ray is going to go in there and throw like his clubs and shit and put in a headlock. It's going to fucking rule. <laughs> Why is Liv Morgan dunking on Becky Lynch for crying on Raw? Yeah, that happened too. Um... That fucking rules. What? Probably she not like, what you... She was like crying and Liv was like, Are you crying, you dunk? Wait, on during the segment she was? Yeah, well, no, Um, that video after uh, she beat Charlotte, they did, like, an interview backstage, and they, like, put it on Twitter and stuff, and Becky was, like, crying in that. And, uh, yeah, Liv brought that up, man, to shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> this sounds fucking hilarious. This match is going to roll, by the way. Bob, Bob, Bob Quando. <laughs> yeah, look. this match is definitely going to roll. 
I'm serious, dude. I, I cannot wait. Stevie, Stevie's gonna hit like three clubs to the back. He's gonna put in a headlock. Booker's gonna hit like a spin kick that's totally uncontrolled and violent, and like knock off Johnny Springer's head with it. It's gonna roll. Now, look, you guys know that I root for my Brits, famously a supporter of Brits, but <laughs> our friend, gentleman Chris here, he appears to have become less of a body guy within this one set of WCW Worldwide. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this is one taping, which makes that even funnier. Um, <laughs> am I wrong? Not really. Not really. Uh... <laughs> now, Meech says he's maintained his physique, so I may be wrong. My eyes may be, you know. <laughs> Us Brits, man, we struggle with that. I'm telling you. Us hails <laughs> with my uh, with my uh, with my English ancestry. There you go, got old England. That was a great moment on um on the grin when I asked you if you were light on the light in the ass, and <laughs> you began to explain that you might be. You wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No, well, maybe." I don't know. That was good shit, man. <laughs> Oh man, look at this. Booker is right. There you go, Booker. Great physicality, Booker. Mostly because he just kicked the shit out of guys, but he really was, you know, he would he stuff at an intensity. Booker's a great example of like doing simple things with a real flair and a real mm -hmm. snap. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm not a big Booker guy by any means, but like, you can see that he stands he out just on these charismatic and entertaining overall as a exactly as a wrestler. Yes. That's what was so you know. Yeah. Stevie Ray, on the other hand. Oh man, God bless him. He had a great aura, you know. That's, best, that's about the best I can do for him. But he they did. did have that. No, no, I wouldn't call. Uh, I mean, he wasn't the best of the best in the ring. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> No, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> it wasn't that wasn't that wasn't his gift. So I have a question or a question. This is a heavy question. But for like all of the teams that were kind of pushed at a major level, is Stevie Ray the worst ever in terms of commanding a heat segment? Because he has like negative ideas. Like he will grab a hold. Good if you got if you got eight Good minutes friend. of heat, he'll sit in a hold. Oh yeah, I know. <sighs> it's a tough one. Um, I mean, he's got to be up there, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he has you know. to be. <laughs> There's a charm to it, which I know sounds weird because <laughs> he's so bad; it's charming. Um, and part part of it, if if he didn't have the aura, it wouldn't be as charming, right? Like, yes, you know. But like, it's just yeah, yeah. No, D. Devon was actually, I think, a decent worker. All things yeah, he's considered, um, I think he could definitely bring a bring bring a match to a halt, Meech, and he was definitely headlocky. But there were things I think he did really well that Stevie Ray could never do. Yeah, I'm not big on that team. Like, I don't. This is just me. But when people talk about them as being like one of the great teams ever, I kind of just like mm. they won a lot of belts. I'm not really, you know. Yeah, they're not very high on my big board. I'll put it that they way. They were but... terrible in TNA. Yeah, um, and that's the thing is they were there for a long time, and they get credited for it like it was good, and it wasn't good. Yeah, 
actually don't think Devon was not that bad when he had the TV title right. I actually think he was okay. No, he was pretty good. Unfortunately, he was working with like Robbie E and fucking yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, you know, for a few years there, Bully Ray was quite good, and then he was. You know, he was just a fucking piece of shit asshole. But that's kind of thing. um. <laughs> but I mean, he was he he was very good. The AJ match was excellent. <laughs> Um, I actually like the Joseph Park Abyss feud. Um, I don't, the feud's fine. I just, it frustrated me they never decided what Joseph Park was. Right. They changed their mind a lot on whether it was like an alter ego or the, or, the, or different people, you know? Because mm. mm-hmm. initially, <laughs> initially it was definitely <laughs> one of those and they changed their mind. I forget. I think they wanted to convince people it was two different people. I forget. It's, you know. Right, it's a long time ago, but I remember it being inconsistent. You're right, though. Bully Ray was good, he was a good heel. Um, as a team, I don't know. Here's a question so you start on a promotion now. Last time I asked Oracle to pick tag teams, we got some of the greatest content ever. So, here we go. You start on a promotion, you can have any tag team ever in their prime. Are the Dudley boys in your top 10? Mm, nah, no, not in mine. Bob, what about you? Mm, I don't know, it's tough. Probably not. I mean, I know it's difficult to just say off the top of your head. It's hard, right? But yeah, no, just sign limit in ring. I don't really have any faith in them having the kind of matches I want them to have. You know, mm-hmm. I was always a fan of the Hardys in the ring yeah. throughout their whole scope of their career. A lot of people kind of raise their eyebrows at that a little bit, but I mean, like if you watch Attitude Era WWE, and I mentioned it briefly earlier, they would have matches on SmackDown that were all like pretty good like they were consistently yeah. having good matches every week they were having good matches on like jacked and shit and you know we as as we go longer into this series you know we might we might catch some of that stuff um <laughs> i'm i'm a big fan of the hardys as a tag team so if you was to you know this this limit the game i just put up there i i'll, I'll be honest with you real quick to, to interrupt i bet you this regal interview is great because it Regal's probably is yeah i should probably be listening to it but yeah, yeah, he Go looks ahead, like he's peak. Re- no, you're fine. Um, yes, it's a limit to the three famed TLC teams Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge, and Christian. Mm-hmm. You would pick Hardy's first, I'm assuming, based on what oh, you said. Oh, there. yeah, mm-hmm. easy. And then would you go Edge and Christian or would you go Dudley's there? I'd actually probably go Dudley's because I actually thought they were a good working tag. Yeah, yeah. um, Edge and Christian were not bad, they were just it's weird because. People like they talk about the Edge and Christian tag team like they were legendary. It was a short like, team. They were like the yeah, fifth or sixth thing. most over. They were the fifth or sixth most over team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were yeah. only around. Oh, they they were more over than they were. How long were they like a top tier team? Like eighteen months. Yeah, it's a short run, right? Because they by mid two thousand and one they're fighting each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It is amazing. People really fondly think of it as like this sort of ten year run of tag team titles. It was never that, but. I know I'm being mean about this, but Tony's hair is just a disaster at this point. I mean, he looks like he looks like it really is like 25 years too late for that haircut, buddy. I think 1974 is 1999. Tony, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah, that's fair. It's just funny to look at Larry talk to the camera. You can tell he just is. It's just like, oh, yeah. There's nothing behind the eyes, brother. There's nothing behind the eyes. He's talking about people uh, getting hit in the head too many times right now. Actually, 
He looks like Bob when we were talking about Japanese wrestling on the uh, <laughs> grin. Bob looked like he was going to just like throw himself out of a window. It was incredible. That's good shit, though, Bob. You should have. Uh... Yeah, I should check all that stuff out that you guys talked about. We're going to do some series, I think. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to do. Like, Oh, yeah, we're getting towards Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, Halloween Havoc coming up on the 24th of October. Oh, no. Havoc 99 is a very sad event, man. Well, it's the last event that they built to that kind of felt like a WCW show. Yeah. Right? Like, it was, it was like, the, don't get me wrong. There was, but they had like the Sting Hogan with Heel Sting. Of course, it, that turned out the way that that did. Um, you know, and they had Goldberg Sid, right? Like, it felt like a, it felt like a big show. And that was the last WCW show that felt like that. That was it. That was it. That was the end. And of course, it's coincided with guess what? You know? Yeah. I mean, just the Hogan really thing, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate the the because the show was obviously minimal compared to what you know it, things had done, been. Of course, you know, but still, it felt like a W. It felt like a WCW pay per view. It's um, just the Hogan Sting stuff. It's fucking uh, it's terrible. so bad. And do the thing with the entrances, where they play Hogan music and then Sting. Oh, it's terrible. Oh yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, and then Medusa comes out with in, in a bikini and like sprays yeah. cologne at somebody. It's weird. Yeah, it's the whole sad. show's weird. It'll come back one day, brother. I think DDP and Flair have like a strap match or something at that show. Yeah, because that's when, oh fuck that stuff hasn't aged well. What they're doing in that angle because Rick is like full woman as a Flair, right? So, oh god, yeah. He's like jump. Yeah, uh, I'll just leave that to the imagination. Um. Bob, your thoughts on Ric Flair? Uh, not a fan. Not a no. fan. Had to had an argument with someone today saying that, you know, oh. we should have had this energy 20 years ago when these stuff happened with Flair. And it's like, I mean, first of all, I wasn't of age to do anything about it. But second of all, like... <laughs> My favorite you know. part is the person that, the person that was like, suddenly showed up in Bob's mentions was like, you could tell by the way that they were like tweeting that this is like not a person you should spend your time with, but it's funny because Bob does it anyways to pop himself. That's true. <laughs> My favorite part is when he said, motherfucker, I was nine. That popped me big. <laughs> I need to find this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> or I was, tw- was it? I was nine. I guess yeah. Hester said he was 12, but that rules. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. There is definitely a truth to like someone like myself absolutely look the other way because I enjoy Ric Flair's matches, which is probably not ideal. Um, we kind of all knew that Ric Flair was a massive pervert. So, but I agree, Bob, that you couldn't have held him accountable in, when you were nine. Now, when you was 11, however, it's true. <laughs> maybe you could have made a move, you know? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's a shame. I mean, the whole situation is just like, I don't know, it's just people people shouldn't ignore things, you know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with like liking yeah. somebody's work, but at the same time I think it should be, you know, I think it's safe to uh be as uh reasonable, I guess, would be would be a fair word to use. Yeah. Yeah, but being aware is important, right? Just having yeah, aware. just knowing aware, yeah, there you go. Okay, this is Chavo and Cass Hayashi, right? I mean, this should be pretty good. Yeah, you know, I know I've defended Chavo a lot here, but I really do like 2006 to like 2000, 
2009 Chavo or 2008 well, Chavo. I actually like those three years of Chavo. Some would suggest Oracle based on Chavo's recent famous tweet regarding Seth Frickin' Rollins, Tyler Black, <laughs> that you're actually in a group chat with him because that did seem that had a lot of Oracle fingerprints on it, I must say. You know, well, here's the thing about the Seth deal, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately. I just thought it was funny because it was Tyler Black that got tackled by a fan. In his defense, people were like, like dude, what are you going to do? He's working the camera. Like, he yeah. sees the guy out of nowhere. It's this fat little bowling ball dude that runs at him and fucking tackles him. <laughs> and, like, he still gets him in a fucking, you know, fucking guillotine chokehold and kicks him in the face three times. Like, yeah. although if I'm not mistaken, that guy had some mental. Uh, yeah. And I and I hope he's not put in jail or anything. I I, I think he should probably be banned from events, but I, I hope they don't prosecute him. I mean, look, I'm probably bless the guy, him. but like, well, it doesn't make it right what he did. But if no, you look, it doesn't. I mean, like, like yeah. I said, he should be banned from events. Yeah, but it's um, like if you but, look at the motive he had, it kind of gives you an idea of where he's at. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, yeah, well, that's why I say you know, ban him from events, but don't yeah, don't don't put him in jail or something. That's don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, um, like, I, I think people should have been. I'll be honest with you, and I wouldn't say it's not behind a paywall because it probably incriminates many of my friends. People probably should have chilled on like the way they handled that because that dude clearly wasn't like you know. Mm-hmm. Here's what it is like, and luckily yeah. no one got hurt. But I mean, it was pretty obvious that dude wasn't really needing to be dunked on. He's obviously got some some issues. So yeah, right, right, right. There's there's a way to handle that. And... Yes. <clears throat> You know, putting him behind bars and calling him a bunch of names and stuff is not gonna. No, that's not the yeah. way to do it. I think. Bob, what was the repercussions when you jumped uh, Hulk Hogan at TNA Impact in 2012? I got banned from uh, Universal Studios. Oh no! You can never go to dark. No. Oh no. Oh. Uh, look at Chavo trying to work the Hulk. <laughs> The people will come up eventually, brother. <laughs> Here we go. One of the great moves, the tilt well, right? It's got to be one of the yeah. great wrestling moves. I love it. Yeah. She's good shit. Look at this. <clears throat> Bob, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Did you? I did. I did. It's good. Cowboys she lost, was. but, you know. That's, yeah, it's okay. Dude. That Skip Bayless video is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. What was it? Him just being sad about the Cowboys? Yeah, and he's just like, he's just like breathing heavily. Skip cracks me up, dude. He he makes me laugh so much. He's he's a great performance artist. He's great. He's so great. I love watching his shit because it's so hilarious. Like his facial expressions and his yeah his you know. That yeah. thing he always does. He has like a whole. It's it's one thing to just say bad takes, but to pair it with them level of like facials and body language, God bless. <laughs> I need to watch that video. I gotta find that video because I I actually watched last year. I spent like I would watch that show every day. Yeah, I would it's tape fun. it. I need to tape on this beat and watch it again because I love I love Shannon Sharp. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna download this video and play it on the air because it's that funny. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just bear with me here for a second because this is fucking real. This is what I tweeted when Jericho saved King. 
Oh, that's Pete Chris Jericho, by the way. God bless that man. Yeah, well, well uh, let's let's play it between the between the two shows. Yes, there you go. Oh, there there you go. go. We got what twenty left on here. Oh my God, is this is this is, is this a revolution ad? Yes. Revolution. What a group that was. That was just a brilliant idea. Good job, Eric. <laughs> this video is fucking incredible. There's the family <laughs> annihilator. Oh, I, I probably shouldn't have made that comment. Sorry. That's fine. I used it the other day. Was you here when I used the family annihilator <laughs> as, a, as a quote? It's my official term now. It's so funny. I can't handle it. It's... Okay. Um, God, I can't, dude. I like no joke. 10 years ago when I was in college and me and my best friend, well, or one of my best friends was, you know, he's, he's a big Cowboys fan. He lives, he lives back in Memphis now. And, uh, we would watch, we would watch back when he was on ESPN on first take every day. Mm. And it was just him and Stephen A just like shouting at each other <laughs> and like, cause Stephen A hates the Cowboys yeah. and like Skip is a huge diehard Cowboys fan. So it was just like Skip, like during his, like, he'd be like, Stephen A. I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan since I was a boy in Oklahoma, nineteen sixty so and so. And he'd go on and like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, where he always talks in that like, and he like he gets like he builds it up. He's, he's an absolutely amazing. He is an absolutely amazing performance artist, like you said. There's a great clip. The, the Levitard show, yeah, like really, so it's hilarious. Yeah, so the you remember when when Cleveland was down three one before they won the championship, right against Golden State. This could be uh, good, by the way. They did a compilation of like the best takes on the Dan Levitard show, and there was one where Stephen A is like he's going, he's going, and he goes, "I think I want LeBron to win this more than LeBron does," and Skip goes, "I agree, that is both deep and true." <laughs> Stephen A is like, wait, what the fuck? My favorite is when he talks about he loves Tom Brady. He's like, yes. Thomas Ever Patrick Brady Jr. <laughs> Adult. <laughs> and he gets all mad. It's my turn. Remember that one? Remember that, that video they have people always play? <laughs> you told me it was my turn. <laughs> you told me it was my turn. <laughs> That's a great impression, man. That's good shit. <laughs> The chat is the chat is claiming that Bob can't comment on Chris Benoit because of his right wing. <laughs> oh, come on now. That seems bad, chat. Come on now. Bob May, earlier, look, this, this, this could be a good WCW cruiserweight fest here. This should yeah, this should be pretty good. It's Carl. Here we go. Bob, you have any comment on this? The chat's kind of rumoring in you endo. Well, I mean, they all follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I comment publicly on him on there quite often. Um, Common publicly great stuff, Bob. Yeah. So <gasps> look at that. The confirmed shoot has texted me that the uh the Battle of Los Angeles will take place on January 29th and January 30th. For those of you that are big PWG fans, or or if you just want to watch the shows next May when they come out on DVD. <laughs> and and let's be clear, he means May 2023, folks. Yes. Not not May 2022. Yeah. <laughs> um, you watch those hot buddy Matthews and, matches, and and, and 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 we'll all be following along as as uh, Contrarian Alex waits for his <laughs> waits for his PWG Battle of Los Angeles in the mail. Yeah, that's good shit. 
<laughs> Great shit. Hmm. You know what though? I kind of I kind of like that charm. Like everything's so accessible now. You know, right. There's something to be said for just following on the timeline and hearing that John Gresham had a great match and fucking waiting and knowing you'll never watch it because you're going to forget by the time it comes out. It's good shit. Right. You can watch everything now. I was listening to a podcast. Um, it's called Through the Years, but it's spelled T-H-R-O-H. It's Trevor Dame's podcast. Mm. And um, it was about Joe and Kobashi and like... Just, just listening to those dudes talk about like the hype that match had as they waited for the DVD. Fucking God bless, man. What a time. Pops me tremendously. You ever seen that match, Bob? Um, No, I have not. Oh, wow. Not the thing that's great about that match is, and like Oracle, I'm, maybe I'm overstating it, but some epics don't translate to someone that hasn't got the context. That one is so like just physical that you can pop for it, right? It's like right, right. It speaks for itself. Yes, Bob will it love does. that match. I think. Oh five Samoa Joe, brother. Yeah, it's up there with twenty twenty one Joe Holbert, <laughs> two thousand fifteen Roddy Strong. It's up there with you know, <laughs> great year twenty twenty Bob O'Neill. <laughs> True. <laughs> We still haven't talked about how Bob and the Hat are responsible for killing hundreds of millions of people. <laughs> I was going to save it until the end of the pandemic officially, you know, so then we can kind of <laughs> reflect. Yeah, yeah. True. Because it's still doing it. I mean, this, the Hat is still, it's still alive. It's still yep. doing it. You know, it was, it was reserved. This was. one was, but it was a good match. It was better for the fact that it was reserved, honestly, because it mm -hmm. didn't turn into a I complete agree. mess. I really liked uh, Blitzkrieg's like unique spin kick into the double mm -hmm. moonsault front flip combo. That it was, was a nice, uh, the, the roll up late was a good false finish too. Mm -hmm. They got me to buy it on an upset there for a second. The Miz is back folks. It's, oh, he brought Maurice with them. <gasps> wow. I won't lie. Miz's dad's one of my favorite. Ridiculous rules. people in the world. <laughs> Remember when he fought Shane McMahon and challenged him yeah. to a fight and Shane beat the shit out of him. Yes. Live on Direct Ticket, Halloween Havoc 1999. Ladies and gentlemen, Hugh Morris here. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam the Edge Copeland has taken a shot at All Elite Wrestling on Monday Night Raw tonight. Oh, God, what did he say? He has said that the Miz is referenced on other shows for a cheap pop because he lives rent-free. Oh, Jesus Christ. Shooting, pal. People got all upset about that. So, you know what? I I've gotten to the point now where it's like, we can't pretend that these other places don't exist. Use your history in your promos. Especially CM Punk. Stupid. You don't treat your audience like you're fucking like they're fucking idiots. Yeah. It's CM Punk. The whole story with Punk is his time in W. Let's be honest. That's what he is. Yeah. Like. Cena's dad sucks. Meet is right. Yeah, he does. Why is he a Republican like Bob? <laughs> why is he why does he suck? He's just lame. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like Raw has been really like Russo-ish tonight. Oh God! That means I'm gonna have to DVR. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to re fast forward through it. See what's going on tonight. That's great. Seems like Russo is. You know, wouldn't it be great if Russo came back? Can you imagine the Mecca? Fuck that rule. <laughs> well, you guys wanted the ratings to go up. Here's Vince Russo. He does it. You know. It's true. 
Que humor esse facial hair. Oh, my goodness. There he is, the brain. Talk about somebody who checked out by that point. Yeah. Look at his face. He's just like... Mm. <laughs> what was the show? The, one of the shows he said to Shivani after, like, we're done. <laughs> we're losing. <laughs> I can't remember what show it was. There was something they did that made him just... Oh, Edge apparently also mentioned John Morrison getting fired. Oh, Shooting. no, man. What the fuck is going on in New York? Wow. What a time to be alive, Bob. I'm so happy for you that you've beat this curse. Yeah, I've had a good time uh, watching this show instead. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen NXT 2.0 from last week yet. I don't think there's anything good on that. Probably not. Um, I, I don't do think I watched minutes. it last week. I don't believe. I want to know what the WWE Twitter account is saying, Joe. You got to read this out loud because I don't feel like looking it up. So it's the quote, which is, "You have okay." We're at the end of the video here, right? Oh yeah, skip. Right, hang on. Let this. Let's um. Let's let's. I'll read this. We'll watch the clip, and then we'll okay. do the next video, guys. We have a we have a little dessert here ahead of us, right? Okay. So the quote um, is, "You have people saying your name just to get a cheap reaction. You live rent free in a lot of heads." And then it says, "And Mike the Miz knows it with like a winky face." Which is the WWE admin's way of saying, we also know what happened in AEW, guys. <laughs> it's good shit. You know what I do when I don't watch Raw? I just got a tape machine's timeline. <laughs> if he Please hasn't go. watched it, I'll just never know what happened. He's <laughs> <laughs> the all-time great Twitter account, tape machines. The best ever. Yeah, okay, guys. Before we head to our next video here, this enjoy just one of the greatest pieces of performance art. In all of 2021, this is Skip Bayless' response to the to his beloved Dallas Cowboys loss. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 real quick. Do I need to click on something to watch it? Nope. We're going to put this on the screen. You'll have the sound and okay. everything, brother. Awesome. Here we go. Intent and being like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking rules. <laughs> He's in his cowboy shit, dude. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> oh, that's great, man. That's good shit. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to conclude our evening with our final show tonight. We're headed to what's the year on this oracle? 2004? Yes. That's correct. May 1st, 2004, our first entry into the World Wrestling Federation Sea Shows. I'm going to put the link in the chat, and I'm going to hook us up with it here on our, on our watch party with the three of us. I wonder how I'd best do this. Okay, Bob, we'll do that Okay. Um, yeah, I have been, I'm really excited to see who's on the show, because like I said, big fan of uh, Velocity around this time. You know, you're the block... Uh, it was Velocity and then Confidential and then uh, like either Slamball or MXC, both great shows on Spike TV. Um, the Spike years. 
Yeah. What a time. Okay, so if you guys go to the DM, there's a new link and that should that oh, should yeah. get us on that should get us on track. Okay, so I'm probably gonna go out and then come back in. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Because right. I think it's like a new thing altogether. Gotcha. All right. Oh, well, Let me have a look second. here. It was pretty short. Yeah, it's only about 31 minutes. This is I our know. dessert, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, Bob, are you in the pie? Yes. Okay, tell me when you're there, Oracle. Hold on just a second. I'm you almost good? there. Folks, the, the link is in the chat. We'll be pushing play shortly here. And, uh... Let me yeah. move my, uh... Video toward the appropriate spot here for my comfort. That's okay. right. I'm picky. I'm picky like that. Deal with it. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, folks, we're going to hit play in five, four, three, two, one, play. While this intro is going on, I'm going to grab another soda. I'll be back. Go ahead, pal. So is this your kind of era sweep spot, Bob? This is this the time you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, that 2002 until really when uh, Raw goes back to USA Network, then the C shows move online. I didn't watch them. But yeah, I was watching them pretty regularly. Um, you know, like Heat in particular, because I didn't get the pay-per-views either. So it was like a way to kind of get one more last piece of hype for the pay-per-view, like Survivor Series 2002, you know, trying to see what the Elimination Chamber looked like. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just fun stuff, man. Indeed. I think, you know, they could do like a true sea show with the roster. Well, maybe not now, but yes, the they could have. Yeah, they had. And I would say that and people would be like, well, they have me an event. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not like it's not really so the same. Here's the thing is I'm a firm believer, Bob, the network. The network could have allowed an insane amount of new content, you know? Yeah. I think there should have been a Saturday morning show. I think there should have been all sorts of weird shows they did for the network. Yeah. They never did that because obviously they don't get paid for that. So, mm-hmm. well, good is. Just, you know, here he is. My God. If, he, if he doesn't rap, I may have to turn it up. Sorry to hear this that. Is, this is the authentic <laughs> he can be. And I like him. 2004. The different jersey every week was good stuff, man. It was. It popped me so much on the ruthless aggression deal. Is, is, he wearing like, a, is he wearing a Oklahoma State Barry Sanders jersey? Yes. Okay. How about Oak State, by the way, Bob? How about them? Yeah, they're looking good, man. <clears throat> Joe, what about in Oklahoma State? One of my favorite states of all. Um, <laughs> you know, Dr. Death and all that stuff. That was a good game, too. <clears throat> Much better than my Gamecocks getting fucking shut out. <laughs> did Shoot's team lose? They did. Wasn't he like he really confident? Well. I, I, I feel like he was more mad than he was letting on, but I think he's probably over it now. He's, I think he's better about that these days. He's started and ended about eight TW series since then, so he's doing okay. He's distracting himself. And... <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they kind of got their asses kicked. Yeah, that was the sense I got, yeah. It was great. It was great. I agree. Oh, oh, so, Bob, did they lose to your team? They did. So you fucking own shoot there, huh? Yeah. Did you message him that? Did you message him like, I just fucking owned you? No, you know, like immediately when it ended, I didn't want to yeah. start shit with him just because, you know, 
I'm I wouldn't want to do that to me. Exactly, yeah. I'm a coward. I don't want anyone to talk shit to me. Jason, to are, are, are you a Gamecock fan? It is pain, just in case you're, just in case anybody else is wondering. This is quite the rap here. I mean, it's not really a rap. Always just kind of talking, but you know, it's, yeah. right? Yeah, you should be rapping. <laughs> what do you, Bob? That's the US title you love, right, Bob? Um, I mean, I like that one. Yeah, that's not the spinner one, right? I didn't like the spinner, but this one he has is fine. I remember tape machines getting actively mad at you because someone asked what US title do you remember most fondly and you put a picture of that one. Oh. Tape machines wanted to fight you because it wasn't oh. the world championship wrestling title. No, I mean the WCW one's nicer. I just didn't watch. But you wouldn't exactly. I know. Oh shit. Jason 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 went to Jason went to Columbia in the in the early Holtz years when they were uh uh so Jason and his freshman and in his freshman and sophomore years, the Gamecocks were like one and 22 i believe or one and 21 my god but then they got but then they got pretty good for a couple years so i I, if he went to some games they were they were pretty good back to beat ohio state back back years bowl games dude what is cena doing he's giving his jersey to uh this kid in exchange for a poster see john cena oracle you remember our famed uh objective debate John Cena is a good example of my take on it because I'll be honest, you guys, I completely recognize how great John Cena is, but I he fucking annoys me so much. God, he annoys me. Just his face, man. You know, it's fair. Just look at the dude, man. Yeah. Well, this was the year where they were really building him up as like this was like his Shawn Michaels '95 year. Remember when Shawn they built Shawn up for a whole year mm-hmm. before he won the title? They did the same thing with Cena in '04. Yes. They built him up for the entire year, put him in the U.S. title scene. It was actually a really great build-up for him as, 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 a, as a megastar. Work, yeah, but it was much better than it did for Sean, <laughs> who yeah. was a ratings plummeter. Well, that, I mean that, that WrestleMania, WrestleMania twenty-one. That's two great babyface, you know, builds, right? Mm-hmm. The matches, matches are weren't that good, but it didn't matter. You know, exactly, as long as, as, long, yeah. as long as they won. Yeah, the undercard was really good on that show. I mean. A lot of people like Kurt Sean more than I do. I like it a lot until the ankle lock, which just goes way too long. Mm. And it's That's just fair. Like, okay, this is this is I actually like their vengeance match better. It's fair. Which match is the one of those matches the pro wrestling only crowd really hates? Or is it both of them? <laughs> uh it's the WrestleMania match that they hate. Yeah, right? okay. Yeah. I think there's some I think there's a decent amount of people who think the vengeance match is better, but still not that good. Um, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. two of the most polarizing workers among, among like match kind of um, mm-hmm. analysts. They're two of the most polarizing workers ever, right? I mean, the general wrestling public loves that match. I like that match a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I I like the match a lot actually. Um, yeah, but it's just the ending there when Sean's in an ankle lock for like forty five minutes is like, yeah. It's yeah. frustrating because I actually thought the match was incredible up until that point, and then I was kind of I, I on rewatch is just like I don't know, just the way it's done just doesn't do it for me. How funny is it that Jimmy Wang Yang is now more active with the WWF than John Cena? <laughs> Fucking I'm <laughs> fed dead. He's a producer agent, right? I yeah. like how I just put my thumb and hand everywhere, and kind of, <laughs> like I give two shits. I don't give a fuck. I think that's my gimmick on this show. Is I just don't care. Yeah, it's fair. 
gimmick infringement, bro. We're all overlapping on that one. <laughs> there he is when he would when he would hit the. Like, look at this dude, man. Someone should just kick the shit out of him. <laughs> Why does he have to kick a man in the gut to put him on his shoulders? It's all shit. Come oh, man, he's that was like, like the open. opener for this one, huh? That was fucking incredible. Like he beat him so flat. It was crowded up though. They did, and that's the you know. Yeah, this is a different time. Like match quality is great, but when you watch WWF, you have to accept some eras that ain't what they're looking for, you know? Right. It's probably still true now. I don't know. I don't watch it enough, but I mean it depends on if you really go into the really go deep into the archives of a PWO or something. You got some people who are actually have some pretty unique opinions. They're definitely matched people, but like some people focus like a lot on logic within a match. Yes. Mm -hmm. It makes sense to do this for that or whatever. And it's an interesting approach. Although I think sometimes they, they don't see the forest from the trees or forest through the trees. I will say like, Dave, there's some match review types that are probably like that. The pro wrestling only scene, man, they fucking love a brawl. You know, they're not like oh, just yeah. looking for like, you know, like Matt wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh, that's gonna be good. Oh, this oh, is a yeah. hell of a lineup. Listen, this Ray Jamie Noble match is a Velocity Classic, Come and is legitimately <laughs> might be the best Velocity match of all time. <laughs> what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. Oh, no. the reflection a perfection. <laughs> yeah, they um, <laughs> they had like three years where they had no idea what to do with Teddy Long, and then the general manager thing just really worked out. Incredible. Fair. Yes, Mark Jindrak's a good worker too. Yeah, guys, I loved Mark Jindrak. <laughs> Wait, what? What just happened? Did Bob just say he loves Mark Jindrak? I He's did. A good worker. Yeah, I was a huge fan. Especially, what? um, he um, he did like a right hook as a finisher for a little bit in two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. I was all in on it. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, yeah. I've done like two years of podcasting with Bob, and I've never heard him say anything with the level of sincerity he has. Yeah, guys, I love Mark Jindrak. He said it with such vulnerability. God bless you, Bob. He was great. Being honest. Now, here's the problem There's with that nothing, chat. Nothing wrong with Mark I love yeah, the but... stories of that with the, with the evolution. Yeah, that uh, rules. Yeah. That Triple H being like, imagine an immature dude getting a push. It's like, yeah, I wonder. Crazy, <laughs> huh? Um, <laughs> look, I'm going to be honest with you, Bob. You're fucked because the chat just likes burying wrestlers that we like. But I'm happy for you that you're happy. Okay. Thanks, man. Ignore it. Ignore it when they bury him. <laughs> Remember, they bury Roderick Strong. Everyone's on the table. Show your love. <laughs> Stand up and show your love. Oh, shit. Oh, he's... yeah. He was at WrestleCade, I think. Was he? Everyone was at WrestleCade, brother. They never really figured out what to do with him after he wasn't with Matt Hardy anymore. God, that scared the shit out of me. The video broke off. I like, broke. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he was any good. I've not watched enough, I honestly tell you. There it goes again. Come on, yeah. Spike. I blame Spike TV. Fair. 
makes sense considering the show that would soon air on this network. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that back elbow there. He's good, man. Shades of big sexy in 96. People, people, people want to talk about Hillary's emails. Let's talk about, let's talk about Dixie's emails. Oh, God. <laughs> wonder where you were going with that for a second, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's always emails that this... Uh, Just Dixie's by month flu are going to change the industry speech. (laughs) Joe, have you seen the clip where uh, Brock does like a belly to belly on Shannon Moore from the ring to the floor? I have not. I saw the clip clip again the other day of when he does the shooting star press in like fucking, you know, when they do like a main roster, you know, tryout match. Yeah. Him and Shelton. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I'm saying. Like him and Shelton should have worked like eight, you know. Oh yeah, tag leagues in all Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Which rules because all Japan wasn't even good then. But just for the sake of history, it should have happened. They could have done New Japan. That'd have been fine. Oh my goodness. I'm getting. I'm one. I'm, you know, I must say, Bob's fave is winning me over here. He's good. But, oh dear. Watch out there, pal. When was the last time you watched him wrestle, Bob? He still wrestles. He's like a top guy in Mexico, right? Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of that. I just have seen his WWE stuff. Yeah. Marco Corleone, whatever his name is. Yeah. Classic bootlicker Bob there saying he, he loves a guy but has never seen since they left the World Wrestling Federation 17 years ago. <laughs> mm, mm. That was pretty impressive. I I enjoyed it. The reflection was- of perfection. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this push will work out and they'll find a place for him. (laughs) Well, he gets uh, paired up with Angle and Luther Reigns soon, and then I think he ends up losing the feud to Luther Reigns, and that's about it. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking Bruce, man. Lufa Reigns, was he any good? We need to do. We no. need to do. We, one of our new bits needs to just. We need to find a Bruce Pitchard pick and put up with his big, big smile. Put yeah. that on here. Where we. Yeah, Bob's a big fan of Bruce, aren't you, Bob? <laughs> I mean, I like the podcast. Uh, well, I did. It's not very good anymore. But I'm trying to figure out what Jason was asking. What about? Probably when I made my dumb email joke. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That made no sense. Hardly any sense at all. <laughs> this is, I mean... This match is great, y'all. Seriously, this is an absolutely outstanding match. Okay, help me out here because my ears are very bad. Is this... This is before the Ring of Honor run, right? Correct. Yeah. Because that's soon after this, though, right? Yeah, it gets released, uh, I think, before the end of 2004. Mate, he was a fucking revelation in Ring of Honor. He was so good. I mean, he's great here. Like, I'm not, but mm. I don't think that audience realized when he first got their water just how great he was going to be in that setting, you know? Right. Yeah. He was extraordinary. He's a great worker. Really is. And speaking of great workers, I mean, oh, yeah. I think I can speak for all of us, a top 10 all time guy for us. Yes. Wait a minute. According to my TL, Vince McMahon apparently has irritable bowel syndrome. I'm sure it's because if I have to see it, everyone else should. Yeah. What? 
I don't really want to comment on that because I don't know what the context is, but I'm I guess that seems bad. Oh man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch Raw now. This is not good. <laughs> I haven't seen any tweets about it, so I'm assuming it's not like an angle. Because it could have been an angle, right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this. I feel like they're going to get a nice amount of time. It's quite good. Okay. Here we go, folks. Threatening to have the take the match of the night spot from um, what's the match of the night so far? Ah, uh, might be that disorderly conduct tag, right? Against yeah, uh, yeah. and Lodi, maybe. Um, you know, I I like Tuvi and Blitzkrieg a good bit. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, my eye was twitching. Look at this, man. Ray's so versatile. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And people that don't really understand how great he is don't think he's versatile. It pops me tremendously. He can do anything. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Noble is a great, a great Matt wrestler, too. Yes. I haven't seen much of the ROA stuff, but I bet he did a lot of Matt stuff in there. Oh, yeah. He's great there. He has a match, ironically, he has a match with Roddy that's fucking awesome because he was kind of like his mentor. Mm-hmm. I played it out a little bit on screen, but a lot of it was like a shoot. Um, yeah, he's excellent. Is he still working in WWE? I don't know where Noble, Noble. He might still be there. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's uh, one of their producers. Good for him. He was basically like the point man for house shows before that whole thing like shut down. I don't know who is now, but yeah, he was basically I in think, charge of um, that. I think it's Adam Pierce and Jason Jordan now. Mm-hmm. They're like the top guys. Jason Jordan, I think, has got that job. I, I, want, I, remember, I remember it being a thing that he got promoted. Yeah. He was quite good, man. He could have been really good if he had a couple more years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really was. Oh, shit. Look at this. This is, y'all, this is matches outstanding. Really, it is. Fuck, man, Ray. It pops me tremendously. Like, there's so many top guys the Fed have had that are considered greater than Ray by just general fans. It pops me so much, you know? <laughs> And it makes me furiously mad as a as a, as a giant nerd. Yeah, like I've said on a stream before that he's greater than Edge, and people are like, "Wait, what?" It's like, how the fuck are you questioning me on this? <laughs> <laughs> WWE brains, man, it's difficult. Yeah, it's hard. Look at the intensity here. No, that's there. We go. Everything's got like an edge to it. It's just great right. shit. See, like, I'm not, look, I like modern wrestling, but the moves thing is 100% true. It's how the guys do shit. Like, mm-hmm. yep. Noble's timing. Oof. And obviously, Ray's, you know, Ray. But... See, how much does it improve Ray's matches that after doing that, he then just does a headlock takeover? Mm-hmm. You know? And it adds an element of tactics to the whole thing. Whereas if he just got up and did more. <laughs> Just did more, like you, it, it doesn't stand out as much. Right. That's you know, Ray, his style evolves so beautifully, aged just wonderfully. Dave's right about that too, because 
his 06 title run was just a fucking disaster. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't his fault. They just, well, just no, the, the, booking. the story is that Freddie Prince talks about it a lot. Like, he won the belt and they events literally stood up in front of everyone. It was like, he's losing it on this exact date. So, yeah, at, at, at Great American Bash. Yeah, like he knew when he won it. Vince knew when he was losing it because he didn't want. He didn't have any interest in it, you know. Like yeah. he just—it's a bummer. He is because I don't think they ever fully capitalized on what he could have been in terms of a star, and he's one of the biggest stars ever. But he could have been even more, I think, to be honest with you. Yep. Yeah, well, even a couple of years ago, he could have beat Brock and just held the belt for yeah. a couple months. Yeah, they could have done him and AJ for that belt rather than the uh, the US title. Yeah. Man, look at that. It's good shit, dude. How great is pro wrestling when the offense looks the way it should and the selling is as good as Ray is selling right now? Right. (laughs) It's a simple formula, man. It really is. Yeah, I forgot when Kali won the belt after Edge got hurt. One of the many times Adam Edge Copeland got hurt. Yeah, man. Apparently they're doing Ray and Dominic against uh, Shelton and Cedric tonight. Mm. That might be I'll good. Probably check it out. Yeah, it's right. Shelton and Cedric are a good team. They just yeah, like, you know booked into a hole because, well, I don't know why. Actually, to be honest, they're in the perfect act, and I don't really know why they did that. But there you go. Well, now they're back, so you know. I like when Cedric's a heel. He's such a like horrible piece of shit. In ring, he's so spiteful, you know. Yeah, he's good. He's so like, much, I actually like him better as a heel. Yeah, he's way his, his over the top mannerisms work better as a heel. Exactly. Yeah, I think they're. I, I, I actually think it's kind of bad when he's a baby face with his over top stuff. Yeah, he does. So, but yeah. like, as a heel, I think it works. I actually think he's a good promo as a heel. Yep, he is. He's just the problem with Cedric is he has one of those voices where he always, he never quite. It never quite clicks the way you want it to. His actual promo mm-hmm. is fine. He's just a little bit higher, you know, like his voice mm-hmm. is a little bit higher. Right. Not high like Bob, you know. He's, uh... <laughs> he's a guy, oh, though. Like yeah. Cedric's 100% a guy that in a year's time could be work wrestling on the AWC shows and people are going to pretend he's suddenly got good. And it's like, no, he's been good for a while, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. <laughs> he's just, it is what he is. You can only do so much in a certain role. I mean, his matches with Buddy were great. I think he's clearly the weaker half of them, but they had great matches. The one in North Carolina is legitimately really good. Yeah. The one in Australia is like a sprint because it's 10 minutes and they just, you know. Right. Cedric's a really good wrestler. He just, he, he's, he's a bit of a tryhard. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's a great example of a guy that a good wrestling booker would use them at a certain level and maximize them. Mm-hmm. But they see his flaws and just see they can't do anything with him. You know, it's right. a shame. Who is on commentary? Hugh Morris. It is. Yes. Yeah, Bill DeMott as his shoot name and Josh Matthews yeah. and Bill DeMott. They did commentary velocity for a long time. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they tried uh, Ernest Miller for a while and yeah, that did didn't really hurt. go well. Look oh. at that. Oh, into the cross. Oh, this is great stuff, man. Or into the, uh, pardon me, the Fujiwara on bar, excuse me. There you go. Excalibur would, would, would chide me. Uh, Eddie Kingston would kill me if he hurt me. 
They would both there. do it. Excalibur just screams him through the headsets, it seems like, sometimes. Tells him what he has to say. He gets mad about it on the air. That's talking to him. <laughs> Look at how focused this is. Ray's one of the all-time greats at giving the audience enough hope, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's how they were going to go to the double down, right? But how much better was it that before he did the actual deal itself, he threw those back elbows? And yep. it was just some connective tissue, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. That's the, that's the type of stuff that you need. Like, that's why they need to get Brian Dennison over there and train these kids how to work. Factual. Yes. <laughs> I will say that some of the younger guys are the best, like, Garcia is really good at some of that shit. Like we oh, agree with certain, it. but he's yeah. really good at that, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> man, how smooth was that? Goodness oh. gracious! Oh man, Ray is just incredible here. They both are. They're both great. Can't believe you've never seen this, Joe. Nope, never seen it. At Bobby one point, O'Keefe. I went on the uh, the Pro and only Ray Fred and like listed all the matches down. I watched some of them, but I never watched this. All right. No, um, I probably watched it, you know, when it was on, but I haven't seen it since. I don't really remember it, but yeah, it's very good. See, I've probably made the mistake of like dismissing all of his stuff in the Fed, Jamie Noble, because a lot of it's probably really good, but it's just, you know, yeah, I it's different, it. right? It's just different. Yeah. Right. He yeah. is pretty good, and I mean, it's it's like excellent character stuff too. He really went all in yeah. on character. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! This is a, this is an app like a genuine banger. This is great. I know. <laughs> Meech Bobber, um, Meech asks if Bob has ever held Bill DeMar accountable for being a piece of crap. I believe so. I mean, here's so bad. It was like <laughs> I eight believe years, so. It was like eight years ago when that all that stuff came out. But yeah, I would yeah. imagine it wasn't nine then. That to be fair. Look at no. that. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Look at that. How much better does limb work? Like, you know, how much more mm-hmm. effective is it when both guys remember it? <laughs> how much better is it that Ray's fighting it and not letting him put the whole hold in instead mm-hmm. of just somebody sitting in there in a hold for, yeah, you know. He's trying to turn it now. Look, he's extended it. Yep. And just when and immediately Ray it, starts he... selling the tablet. Yep. There you go. Yep. Just enough time to let him get it in, but not enough time to kill the hold. Yeah. Samoa Joe has talked about that in interviews about like how mad he'll get if he puts an arm bar on someone and they just do the cell you were talking about. Like he's mm. a sleeper, he gets like actively mad about it. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> Oof. Oh, that was beautiful. What a terrific match. Oh yeah, it's it's quite good. Well, I, I think it's fair to say this is the match of the night, guys. Oh yeah. I would agree. Oh. oh. Transition. Oh. Oh, oh, shit. I like the idea that the worst thing Jamie did was try to put an extra little bit of sauce on the big power bomb, you know? Right. You got, you're a little bit carried away and he paid for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
My God. That was great. Man, that, that really holds was. up. Just good How for good was that? Yeah, it was excellent. That was legit. That was like legitimately like three and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's the kind of match that when you do something like Greatest Wrestler Ever, matches like that elevate Ray in a way that the big epics the other guys have, you know, it's different, right? They're two different things. Like that match, if you go on cage match, it probably has like a seven. But when you right. really watch it and what they did there, that thing was just fucking excellent. Every minute of it was focused. Mm-hmm. It was ideas. It was. I honestly might give it four. Like I thought it was that yeah. good. Like that match. Mm-hmm. Was... Oh, that's fair. I, but you know that like general match reviewers would probably give it like three stars and be done with it. You know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is gonna roll. This has got to be like a squash, right? Because that match got pretty long. Demots. Demots. Well, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to see the greatest entrance in the history of professional wrestling, so everyone lock in because JBL is about to arrive and there is nothing like JBL's theme. Oh, nothing. you know what this was? This is when they moved Velocity from like late night to 7 p.m. or whatever on Saturday. That's why Cena and Ray and JBL are working it. <laughs> is JBL the world champ yet or is he about to win it in a couple months? Uh, this is May, so this is like before Judgment Day. So yeah, he's still got about six weeks. Okay, hang on, help me out. What's the pay-per-view where they have the great match before he wins the belt? The one that's like a DQ? That's Judgment Day. Okay. Where Eddie gets all bloody, yeah. I love that match. The ball rope is uh, Great American Bash. Dude, the Judgment Day match is a classic. Yeah, Yes, it is. I like both JBL Judgment Day matches. One with Eddie and one with Cena. Yeah. Yes. The Cena one is like... It's more... It's a little bit more hokey, right? Yeah, exactly. It's more Hollywood, right? But, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So basically my take is the 2005 John Cena is not 2004 Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> what take I know. I sent you all something a minute ago. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> very concerned because I haven't got this and I'm... Where is this? Is this in our grin chat? Yeah. No, it's in private. the uh, private chat in the stream yard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know. Yeah, it's what it is. Look at the smug grin on John. Look at him. One of the great villains. For a shoot at times, but one of the great villains in professional wrestling. Big Stan Hansen, Mark. If you couldn't tell by everything he does, <laughs> or 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 when he's on commentary for the entirety of 2012 through 2017, he's yeah. like Stan Hansen. Well, uh... <laughs> Every single lariat is Stan Hansen. <laughs> oh God! God, he's stiffing him. He's, he's so rough, off, man. Look at him. Oh God. This is going to go very poor. Funaki was like, fuck that big boot. I ain't taking that shit. <laughs> Look at the physicality. Good Lord. Yeah. Oh, Good it, Lord. It always popped me when he would do that boot. Like the side, like he'd take an angle on it and just kick the shit out of someone. Oof. Yes, Meech, this is around the time that, that JBL did the uh, 
the infamous boulder segment. Yes. I don't that know was, even at the time that was shocking. Like it's yeah. obviously worse now because things have changed for the better. But like uh it was really bad at the time. Yeah. I mean that was his whole act, right? Like his right. whole act was shock value and Yeah, that got him in trouble in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do in Germany, Bob? <laughs> he thought that- he was he thought he was he thought he was a uh uh uh, uh he thought he was in in uh Inglorious Bastards playing a character. This- Playing, it was great playing, though, because uh, like he'd be like, "Oh, I was character." And... I was just playing a character, and it's like, "Yeah, but you can't like do that there legally." The thing is, I it's terrible, but I just I have to laugh because it just is so pro wrestling. Like the idea that he thinks he's fine because he's a wrestler. He's <laughs> tremendous. Let's be honest; it's fucking terrible. Just dudes don't give a shit. Just good heat, brother. That's how he sees it. It's just good heat. I was going to put over Undertaker at the end of the night, you know? It's fine. It's kicking the shit out. Poor old Funaki here, though. Yeah. Funaki's a good worker. Yeah. He is. This is not really the time for him to show that, though, is it? John's eating <laughs> no. him up. No, not, not particularly. He was always good at this, too, though, Like because they did he this was. with him quite a bit. He gets squashed. He's, he's a good guy to get squashed. I mean, JBL's got a job to do here. He's he's heading into a world title match that people don't believe he's got. He's mm. got to he's got to be brutal. He's got to be he's got to convince people he's worthy of it. And he's kick, he's doing that. I mean, he's kicking the shit out of Paul Funaki. Jimmy Corderas, the ref there. He's part of the Robert O'Neill section of Twitter these days. Oh, is he a WWE defender? Oh, mate, he makes Bob look like fucking Alex Pelos. Does, does he does he hate AEW? He does the thing where he pretends he doesn't. He just doesn't, doesn't like any of their segments or matches. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, bro, he's bad, man. Oh, no. By the way, to get a job again, huh? Yeah, I think so. I hope Alex Palaski watches this and pops for that. Alex, if you're watching this and you pop for that, tweet me and say you pop for it. Also, <laughs> tweet fuck Bob O'Neill. Um, shoot, fight, Funaki, eats him alive. Do you think that's true? Good Lord. Mm. I mean, I know the Joey Styles story is famous, but wasn't he, like, hammered? Yeah. Because, look, Bart Gunn knocked him out, but there's no shame in that. Bart Gunn, he could have knocked out a horse. Yeah. Except when you put him in an actual fucking boxer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus that. Christ. That was slightly different, yeah. Butterbean killed the guy. Poor Bart bastard. Was a, you know, he was a dangerous guy, man. Dangerous. He looked like shit, but he could, you know, he he fought some legit guys. He fought a really old Larry Holmes once. No, did he? Butterbean? Yeah, it was like a really sad fight. Larry's like 50. He beats Butterbean, but he like gets hurt at one point. It's very bad. <laughs> I forget, you're a big boxing fella, aren't you? Yeah, I am, yeah. I just watch all of the sports no one cares about. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. And that was... Monday night grindication episode two. Um, velocity in the books worldwide match of the night goes without saying, right? Like it's oh, yeah, very yeah. noble, very noble for sure. Yeah, so <clears throat> is there anything planned for the 20th of December? The 20th of so. December, Monday, 
Probably not. Like we can pencil it in, so it might happen. But I, I think we're good. I think we're safe. Bob, are you are you traveling on that day? No, I'm traveling on the uh, 23rd, so we're good. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. So, so can you not do the last grin of the? This is interesting. Bob, can you not do the grin on the 23rd? No, we're on the 22nd because the 22nd yeah. is Wednesday and the 23rd oh, is Thursday. Yep, so yeah, yep. I'll be there. We're good. We're good. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Um, on the 20th, going to do a Christmas special grindication. Oh, My God. Where we will be picking a uh, uh, a sea show from the month of December. Yep. Okay. Some, sometime in December, we'll be we'll be that's 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 the next one. Three weeks from today, holiday special. What up? In fact, I'm going to go ahead and announce it just to <gasps> just to give everybody an early holiday treat. <laughs> I usually don't do this, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to pick probably. The December 1995, the pro, where we have a bunch of those New Japan wrestlers that are wrestling oh, like WWE jobbers. That's what I think. That's what we're going <laughs> to. That's awesome. Okay. Yes. So. Okay, that's tremendous. Um, before we sign off here, I would like to pay tribute to my friend the Oracle Wrestling. This was his exact reaction. I'm pretty sure when poor old Dandy laid down for hard work earlier. Sounds like at first he looks like he's gonna throw up. Then he looks like he, and then then it looks like he's got to get shit. <laughs> it's the way the lips start, kind of. You know, it's incredible stuff. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the race to a seat would like us to wear hats. We'll remind us of that close to the time. Pal, got about hundred shows to do before then. Um. Yeah, it's three weeks away, but I decided I'd throw that out there. So that's fine. I'm looking forward to it. Too. Any final comments here, folks? Before we go out of here, anything to plug? No, I don't think so. That was fun. Bob, what time are you out of action tomorrow? Um, That is a good question. So I'm going to a hockey game at 7. I don't know what time I'm leaving. Probably 6 at the latest. Um, okay. So maybe I'll might, be around we, for... We might know. do a different kind of show tomorrow then. I don't know. We'll see. All right, yeah. folks. We'll be on the Distraction channel, which is not affiliated with this tomorrow at some time. Um, Jeremy and I. Jensen may not be there because I think the Ring of Honor show is probably going to wait. I'm not watching TNA again, no way. Um, <laughs> uh, Wednesday, pre-Dynamite. Thursday, the distraction, all that good stuff. You know the deal. Keep grinning. Oracle, any any plugs, anything, anything to say? Uh, we'll be back here with everybody on Friday evening. Yep. Hopefully I'm a little bit more spirited than I was last Friday. I think I did pretty good tonight. <laughs> you I did back to my normal self in terms of my energy. Um, <clears throat> this this Friday Eve, I hope I'm better better off this Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, this Friday's a big one, man, because the chat's going to show up pumped for that have just watched FTR versus Lucha Bros. They're going to be all excited, and you're going to be like, two and three calls. <laughs> anyway, we will cross that bridge when we come to it, <laughs> folks. We'll speak 